people of Earth. Testing. One, two, Mike. Three, four. Yeah. There you go. We're here. We're live. Holding it down. The fort is in our hands. We're streaming live. What will the future hold? <laughs> what? Indeed. On the microphone, AP Mike, associate producer of The Best Show. How you doing out there, folks? On the other mic, myself, untitled producer of The Best Show. <laughs> General <laughs> producer? I don't even really have a title. Yeah. You had a bad nickname for a while. I, I did. Use it. Yeah. I won't use it in this context. Oh, whatever. I'll embrace <laughs> it. The number's 201-209. What? No, it's not. That's <laughs> FMU's number. 201-DEAD-HUG. 201-332-3484. This is Slice of Life, the official best show, fill-in show. Tom is A-OK. He's taking care of some work things. And maybe he'll call in later. You never know. But uh, until then, you got to get the phones ringing for the topic of Mike... Please stop. Uh, please stop. How would you explain yes. this? Yes. Uh, I introduced this last week, but we couldn't take callers. I think it's a good topic. Absolutely. Um, uh, the consensus is the little things in life that uh, you think should just end. Yes. I intru- introduced it last week when I saw a woman tossing her infant child up in the air outside MetLife Stadium after a Jets-Cowboys game with uh, drunken, delighted... Jets fans careening around her, and disgruntled Cowboys fans, also drunk, careening around her. It just seemed like a, a bad personal choice. Uh, I can add to that, uh, the past two days, I've been uh, bossed out twice. And by that, I mean people have called me boss, you know, twice in the past two days. Uh, I think there's a general mocking tone when somebody says, calls me boss. I'm not quite sure. Were, were you at a pizzeria? No. One, I was in a, a bagel shop. Was the bagel boss there? <laughs> no. Well, well, how about this? We're gonna start. We're gonna we're, we're gonna kick off the show. This is the topic. Then we're gonna come back. Those are examples. Yeah, we're gonna get into all these things. But um, yeah, the number again is two zero one dead hug. That's that is three three two three four eight four. And if you want to get on the fun, that's how you do it. This is Slice of Life. Um, Tom will be back soon, hopefully in the next week or so. And uh, we will hold it down until then. I'm actually trying to buy time uh, until I can uh, (laughs) get the sound working out of here. But um, Mike, give out that number one more time. 201-332-3484. Is that right? That is right. Uh, I need a few more seconds. Uh, now, well, I really feel what Tom feels when he tries to click something on the computer and it just won't play. Wow. It's uh, not fun. This is me. Exper- it's like I, th- I sometimes think he fakes the, the angst just because it's like in character. But no, this is rough. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm struggling here. Uh, but you're a real radio person. I'm not. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fake. I'm a fake radio person. I've been winging it all these years, but I, you know, I've never worked a board. Oh, it's because Jason's on his phone. Oh, okay. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jason is not here tonight. I just texted get off Spotify for 10 minutes. All right. This is this is not the the super tight opening I had hoped for. 
But uh, we're keeping it loose. Yeah, we are keeping it loose. Um, again, the topic is uh, the little things. Also, I had a subtopic, which is kind of interesting for maybe newer listeners to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best show's been on. Am I getting this right? Nineteen years, maybe going on. I think it started two thousand. Yeah, right? you're right. Yeah, and there yeah. was a little bit of a break between FMU and here. Uh-huh. So it's like about nineteen. Mm-hmm. So you've been on since '05. Yes. Um, I've been listening since maybe a one and, uh, and you about then maybe two. Mm-hmm. So we've worked on the show for many years for anyone who's a newer listener of the show and is a little lost in like what all these things are that, you know, uh, these little uh, inside, jokes. I- inside jokes between, uh, you know, uh, Tom and John calls or, mm-hmm. um, you know, who is the e-cigs for legs guy, what all those things are. Uh, if you have questions, if you're newer listeners, or if you're an older listener, I just always kept your tongue. Bite, bit your tongue, not sure. We'll do our best to answer it here at 201 Dead Hug. That's 332-3484. And eject the CD, please. Thank you. God, this is not what I was hoping to st- <laughs> It's real. You're keeping it real. Yeah, man. I am keeping it real no. here. But uh, anyway, um, all right. Uh, Here's Baron Switfield and the Savages. And we're going to come back in a little bit. Slice of life. Here on thebestshow.net, here with you a couple hours or so. Stay tuned. The great modern lovers with Government Center. Awesome uh, power pop before that. The Toms going out to Tom, who can't be here tonight, but he will be back. I'm with AP Mike right now. And we're doing the slice of life fill-in show. That's you can that you can call it two zero one three three two three four eight four. That's two zero one dead hug. Um, oh, the name of that song by the Toms is "Let's Be Friends Again" off the self-titled album. That is a uh, a power pop gem from late seventies uh, suburban New Jersey. I think the guy played every single track. It's a great album, and it was reissued a few years ago. Government Center, of course, off Modern Lovers, self-titled album, one of the greatest albums of all time. And starting off the set was Baron Whitfield and the Savages from the album Under the Savage Sky. We heard Willow from Bloodshot Records, 2015. Great, great stuff. Um, Mike, how are you? I'm doing good, Tom. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. That's a compliment. B&H's been- Oops, that's an ad. Uh so yeah, we, we, we introduced this topic a little bit last week, mm-hmm. and um, I'm so sorry, I had your mic accidentally down. Try that. We had technical issues last week, so we couldn't get callers. That's right. And I thought, you know, the topic would be good for people to chime in on. Right. Uh, when you see people acting uh, badly in public, or maybe not in public, and you just wish people would stop. Right. And uh, I think we all experience that and. I think it could be something people uh, could relate to. Right. <laughs> right so give us a ring at 201-332-3484. Lines are open. We only have one call on the line right now out of four open lines, and we all know who this call is. Should we just get it out of the way? Yeah, why not? And, and uh, please uh, let it ring. We we have no call screener tonight. So right. uh, let it ring. call screener. Uh-huh, yeah. And you're behind the mic tonight. Yeah, yeah. Mike on Mike at 201-332-3484. And if you're a newer listener of the show, uh, the regular show, that is the main show, the, uh, the the ball game, best show, 
then, um, you know, you might be a newer listener that is unsure about the almost two decades of material uh, and inside jokes thereof. So we're here to, to fill in the blanks as best we know them. Maybe you don't know what the mouse uh, wearing the little cape means. Maybe you don't know who E-Sigs for Legs is. And actually, frankly, neither do we. But we'll I end, do. We'll, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, he. I'm, don't tell me. I kind of <laughs> want the, the, the mystery to just continue. No, I'm not going to reveal his name, but uh, he has reached out to me. We've had a little correspondence. Okay. I've never met him. And we're on Twitter, by the way, at Best Show for Life. Instagram at Best Show for Life. And uh, AP, at AP Mike, I'm 1-800-PAT-BURN. And uh, Mike is our will be our Twitter uh, social media guru tonight um, on the computer. So I guess let's just get this call out of the way while while we have him, right? Sure. He doesn't care who's hosting, right? He's got a he's got an event coming up, I believe. An agenda. <laughs> Avalanche Bob, you're on with AP Mike and Pat Byrne. Is he there? Are you there, Bob? Who is this, Pat? This is Pat Byrne, yep, and AP Mike. You're on with us right now. Oh, great. How are you guys, man? Doing, Doing good. good. Doing good. Great, great. Um, great. That's wonderful. Um, you know, you you are all my friends, and nice to talk to you. Uh, things are uh, pretty good. Uh, uh, Owen, is, Owen Klein's working on this movie. It'll be out. I got a little part in that. I think I'm gonna do, um, we're gonna do the Halloween show this year at Maloney's. I'm not quite sure, but I think we are because I had to get a new band together. And, uh, I'm putting, I'm putting songs at the Apollo on, uh, at the Apollo on uh, Facebook and just for the heck of it. And, uh, I'm seeing what happens, you know. And, uh, I put one on now, uh, Haunted House Rock. I got my other one from a couple of years back, um, dancing the, um, dance the dance of the hags and uh, you know and uh, super board music and uh, uh, you want to hear a song or what <laughs> or what yeah yeah <laughs> yeah okay you want to hear one sure is it is this uh, going to be a Halloween theme oh well, you're kind of low I I don't think the connection is good guys we can um, hear you we can hear you it's Bob. a very bad connection no no go, no, go you're ahead good. You're, you're, good, you're you're loud and clear loud and clear I am yeah, yeah you are okay. Okay. Oh no. Uh Look, we got the snowboard. Home board music's all American music. Snowboard music's all American music. We got the music. We got the snowboard. Yeah. Oh, rap was nice to have around. But now rap is starting to get me down. I think it's time we got a new dance. And yeah, we got a band now. We got the music. We got the snowboard. We got the music. We got the snowboard. We got the music. We got the snowboard. Snowboard music's all American music. Snowboard music's all American. American music, hoboard music, all American music. Wow! Yeah! It's so nice to have a new sound. Yeah, there's a new sound you want to kick around. There's a sound that's going to sweep the USA. Yeah, I'm going to blow everybody away! Yeah! We got the music, we got the snowboard, we got the music, we got the Super Brothers. Yeah! I'm about but not the lady, you're a rocker, nigga, punk, yeah, I'm done a bucket, punk, yeah, rocker, nigga, punk, yeah, rocker, nigga, 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 Ooh. What was that last bit with the throat? You got like, uh, you, are you like one of those throats? You like it? Yeah, I never heard that. It's almost like gargling. 
It was like sort of a throat singing. It was like a gargly technique. throat singing, yeah. Have you done that? You've been working on that? Can you hear us? Oh, sorry. Yeah, it was fine. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Uh, did you say rap is over in this? I, I thought I heard I thought that. I said rap was nice to have around, but it's starting to get me down. Oh, uh, that's fair. I think it's that's time fair. for a new dance and give rock and roll a kick in the pants. Yeah. Well, I agree. Oh, I'm not saying rock and roll has death. No, no, I agree. I agree. No, no, I'm just saying we need to need something new. Yeah, rock, rock and roll isn't dead, but it's right? it's, it's 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 in its death throes. It's uh, it, it's uh, it's on its deathbed. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm having a hard time putting these calls on hold. I'm I'm multitasking here, so oh, okay. so we so we may have dropped out there, Bob. But um, yeah, so we'll uh, so people can check that out and uh, and. You know, I, I, last time we had you on one of the fill-in shows, uh, Bob, I, you know, I, I asked you a little bit, um, about, about your life and, 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 and history. And, 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 and like, I, I know I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable and I don't mean to make you, and, and believe me, that's, no, the, that's the last no, thing no. I want to do now. But, um, you know, still looking for that, uh, that, that single you put out in the, uh, in the fifties, there the the Bob Crimby um, on Cool Records, the Harrison New yeah, Jersey label. Yeah, that was where Yoder on Punk began. Yeah, <laughs> I really, I'm still looking for any record uh, collectors out there that that have have a, a hold on that. I'm willing to pay, maybe not top dollar, but medium dollar for it. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm looking for. So, any any um, Bob three three Bob Crimby Avalanche Bob fans out there, if you have the Cool record. You can uh, you can drop me a line over at uh, pat at wfmu.org. That's my email. Can I ask you uh, a question, Bob? Have you ever been on a snowboard? What was that? Have you ever been on a snowboard? Have I ever been? I, no, uh, but I know all about the music, and I mean all about uh, the, well, he the uh, terms and everything else, you know? Don't you think it might add to the uh, authenticity of your music? Yeah, you're very low. I can hardly hear you. Maybe my your connection is good, but oh, okay. Oh, so, uh, listen, uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Have a great Halloween, huh? Maybe you I'll too. Go, um, Tom, next week with a Halloween song. All right. Well, we 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 always appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for everything you've done. Uh, did you like that song? Yeah, sure great. did. Great. Okay, there's a lot more coming. There's a, a couple of albums coming. I hope to get a new Christmas album next year. And I'm doing what God told me to do. That's all, you know? That's, That's all it. we can do. That's all we can do. That's all. Amen, brother. So uh, I take the bows and rock with the man, you know? Yeah. Well, we take appreciate the I'm you. Doing it, I'm doing it to inspire people, man, and show them that, you know, I don't think that the word today, I think there should be a new word, old, young, older. Old is really not the word for today. There's young older, maybe there's old older, the young older to take care of the old older. In fact, that's in one of my, uh, Broadway musicals. I got an idea, Super Border from Hell. But, uh, I mean, there's no Border from Hell. But, uh, Pat, thanks for, um, who, this is Pat, right? Yes, yeah, Pat and Mike. Yeah, guys. You're only, uh, uh, maybe I'll call Tom next week and you got a happy Halloween. Oh, uh, there we go. Cheers to you, buddy. Hey, you're on with Mike and Pat. Hey, uh, caller, are are you there? Caller, can you hear us? You're live. I think they hung up. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Oh, caller, are you there? 
Yes. Okay, I'm still learning this uh, phone <laughs> system. Sorry. How are you? Uh, you're welcome to Slice of Life, uh, a, a name I don't love. <laughs> I, I thought we could call it the Pat and Mike show. I mean, this is a different show than last week. Well, that's what I wanted to, okay. to ask you over the phone. I tried to call you. Yeah. Were you working last night? Yeah, I was. Okay. Yeah. I, I tried to call I was at you. That, uh, Jets tobacco. Well, see, that's what, that's the thing. I actually wanted to see what I was going to pitch to you, Mike, was I wanted to do a sport, a, a sports show parody <laughs> where it's me and you. And, it, and uh, I had some ideas, uh, for doing, um, Maybe calling it Mike and the Sad Dog, or Mike and the Mike and the Rad Dog, and I would be kind of like, you know, eccentric and like into it and like oh, in your face, but like not. I wouldn't know anything about sports, so like people would actually call with sports stuff, but I wouldn't know anything. Uh-huh. And and and, so, and because it's World Series, I don't know. I I just thought that would be something different. But uh, caller, did, would you would you have listened to that and, and enjoyed that? Yeah, absolutely. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, we've we've got to put a little more thought into it. I have been thinking about, uh, you know, I, I'm a, a regular listener listener to Mike Francesa, and one of the highlights of listening to the Mike Francesa show is uh, his commercial when he reads a commercial. He's he, you know you can tell he's just he hates doing it, and so he he barely puts any effort into it. It's sort of just he rambles on quickly. You know, and it's uh, it's horrible. And I was thinking, like, what if he, what if he did readings, poetry readings, from say the Norton Anthology of Poetry, and, and what, yeah, what would Mike Francesa sound like reading? You know, William Carlos Williams, you know, T. S. Eliot. Well, now that he's an actor, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to do more rehearsing with that, though. <clears throat> Caller? Yeah. Um, yeah oh, did you have something was, for the topic? What's your name? Yeah. Where, and where are you from? Josh. Josh. Josh in Orlando. Hey, jo- hey, Josh. I think I've met Josh. Um, did we meet? Uh, no, but I've, I've oh. called in a few times. Oh, okay. I don't, not, probably not very memorably. Do, but. do you live in the Milk District? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I live like two miles from there, but yeah. 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 You, ever, you ever go down to uh, Barbecue or... Uh, what yep. else is there? The social in Orlando, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I, I know a little Orlando, okay? It's all, it's not all theme parks, folks. Look it up. No, it's pretty thank old. you for the, the respect. You know, <laughs> it, it's not all the theme parks, get. folks. It's it's uh, it's inland, but they got some lakes going on. They're only an hour from a very nice beach, right? It's 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 got some stuff yeah. going on. I, I, I have friends in Orlando. Everything's cool, and nothing's wrong. Um, so, yeah. so tell us, Josh um, – you had one for the topic, or are you a newer listener who needs some info? No, I'm 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 an old listener uh, in the in both senses of the word, <laughs> um, and I had I have one for the topic, but I did want to say that uh, on uh, you guys mentioning about um, your your sports show idea, um, I called one time. Uh, there was a somebody had a motocross or not motocross. Um, Formula One race car show on the local college station. Sure. Which is super niche sport. Um, and I, I was listening to it, and I was, like, so enjoying the fact that they were into it that I called them up, and I was like, hey, I love the show. And they were like, oh, yeah, like, what did you want to talk about? And I was like, oh, uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I've never <laughs> – yeah. so I kind of played it off like, oh, yeah, nothing, just um, great show. <laughs> yeah, well, that is one thing. You know, I mean, tonight's kind of an off uh, 
off night because it's, it's a fill-in show, but um, we could also do a little bit of listener education because when you for callers who who have never called the show, and not this show, I mean the main show, the, the real ball game, the best show. Mm-hmm. And I'm using these innuendos because it's first night of World Series, and mm-hmm. and maybe this is uh, Mike and the Sad Dog. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we're leaning into it now, but we're we're competing <laughs> with the uh, World Series tonight, maybe. Yeah. But uh, what's better, caller, Mike and the Sad Dog, or Mike Mike and the Rude Dog? Because I'm thinking like Rude Dog and the Dweebs or something, <laughs> which was a, which was a clothing line slash cartoon to sell the clothing line in the early '90s. Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Anyway, uh, it was real. It was totally real. Um, uh, why make it up? I'd just be wasting everybody's time. So where where was I going to – oh, so so callers of the show, you know, and a lot of people don't do this, right, Mike? Yeah. Um, which I think infuriates Tom because Tom because if you ever hear Tom say, "To whom am I speaking?" Right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. because the caller already committed a faux pas, which was you you call up and you say your name and where you're from, and if you want, if he hasn't spoken yet, just go right into what you what you got for the topic. Yeah. I think Tom would actually probably appreciate that. Oh yeah. So it's it's best show phone call protocol. You call up. You have your name ready and where you're from. Yeah, don't 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 beat around the bush. Don't say, "Hey Tom, how you doing?" Don't say, "Hello." <laughs> just, just See, you can be- say, "How you doing?" I mean, it's a standard greeting. Mike Francesa, you know, hates when people say that. So now people automatically say it just to get on his nerves. Yeah. So it's always great when people ask him how he's doing. Right. Every other caller. And you just hear him, fine. You know, he, he tries to get it over with as quick as, as, quick quick as, as possible. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We're also fielding questions about Mike Francesco tonight. So, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. You still there? Yes. All right. I'm having a hard time figuring out how to put other callers on hold and not pause the call I'm currently on. So I don't, do, I don't answer the phones on the air every week. I, uh, do other things. But yeah, if anyone has questions about what we do, We'll answer that too. But tonight's topic is please stop the little things in life that you wish would just stop. Uh, Mike mentioned a, um, a grown up with a, with a young child being thrown in the air in a dangerous setting. Um, he's saying please stop. Um, I'll say please stop to, um, a number of other things like, um, like, I don't know, um, you know, not signaling when you drive. Please stop. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'll say. 201-332-3484. That's 201-DEAD-HUG. Stand by a second caller. Okay, I just put someone else on hold. Stay on hold if you are on hold. So um, Josh in Orlando, you live about a mile from the Milk District, which is a, a, 
an up and coming part of uh, an arts district, if you will, uh, of yep. Orlando. And you got um, Anna Eskamami, uh, right down yes. there. Oh, who's, dude, who's, yes. who's, who's killing Thank it you. with the the uh, <laughs> Democratic legislation? Oh. She flipped uh, oh Orlando. God. Listen. Yeah. I know all this, all right. I met her. I met her in a in a coffee shop down there, uh, like many years ago, before she was even running. And yep. I was like, this person seems like it was like they're gonna do something. And then, you know, I I see like years later the the news like when like that when Time Magazine had that cover, you know, the Avengers yep. where it was like all these women running, and I was like, that's that girl I met in a coffee shop one time. And yeah, they 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 flipped uh, the, your district blue, and everything's been, you know, kind of coming up, uh, uh, you know, avenged. And uh, good for Orlando, I'll say that. Let's let's keep yeah. it going. Not that this is a political show, but uh, let's let's do our best to make the world a good place, exactly. no matter what side of the coin you're on, right? Yep. Well, thanks for calling, Josh. I hope you call the main show sometime soon, and we'll like, hear. Uh... Well, let, me, let me just say this. Like most Americans, the only time I've been to Orlando was to uh, go to Disney World. Uh-huh. And uh, how how often have you been to Disney World, Josh? I, I do have one quick one for the topic. Oh, okay. Sure. Um, my It's basically don't blame the spouse. Is this okay. still Josh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Leave him on. He's, okay. I'm he's trying to put one for um, the topic. Yeah, I'm just trying to put uh, – can I put one caller on hold? Okay. There's actually two calls, so hold on a second. <laughs> yeah. Pat's multitasking. All right, I, I figured out how, and, okay. and I kept. And now I can leave the caller on. Okay, oh, great. everything's okay. great. Everything's great. Go ahead. Cool. Yep. It's fine. So, um, so please don't, stop blaming your spouse. Don't blame your spouse. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it usually it tends to be um, men blaming their wives, but I, I want to try to be you know get equal opportunity. With uh, it. it goes both ways. Um, but um, and I I don't want to be too specific, but in my job, I you know am called to respond to people wanting wanting things done and there's a certain type of person who um wants something done but doesn't want to admit that they're upset about it or that they've got a problem that's kind of like maybe not 100 percent justified and the way they um do it is they pass it off by saying like well my I mean I don't really care about my wife blah 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 and I just think that's like the lamest Oh I, ever. oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. So it's like yeah. an excuse using the spouse yeah, just, a, using the spouse as an excuse. Yeah, just own it. Like yeah, you, yeah. something's bothering you, and you would like someone to do something about it. Don't be like, "Well, I don't really care, and I'm not trying to be difficult." But my wife, blah blah blah. It's like, wow, you really have a high regard for your wife or your spouse, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. That's a good one. Yeah, I actually had some uh, recent experience with that, where yeah, I, I was dealing with a, a married couple, and they base they basically contradicted each other when they spoke uh -huh. to me directly, and they were using that. Yeah, they would say, "Oh, I meant to do this, but you know, uh, their spouse didn't want to do it," and they they both did it. Uh -huh. so, <laughs> so it was a it was a double. You know, they they couldn't just speak to me directly, and so I I don't know which what happened re really, so uh, yeah. yeah, and that happens quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. As as an unmarried person, I I I don't have access. I can't do that. <laughs> but but it, it must be it must be one of the perks of being married. You know, to use the spouse <laughs> right. to use the spouse yeah. as an excuse. You know. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm right. I'm I'm listening, but I'm also trying to 
uh, post this to Instagram that we're on that we're live. <laughs> um, but thank you for calling, caller. Thanks, Josh. Again, thanks, guys. Thanks, right. bye. All right. Uh, this person's been on the longest. Hey, you're on Slice of Life with Mike and Pat. Hey, guys. This is uh, Matt in. Oh, I'm sorry, Matt. Matt in where? Phoenix. Phoenix. Hey. Easy, Arizona. I'm still figuring out these phones. Uh, we have two other callers on hold, which is great. And you can keep those calls rolling in at 201-332-3484. That's 201-DEAD-HUG. Topic is please stop the little things in life you wish just would stop. We're uh, filling in for the best show tonight. Tom will be back soon, possibly next week, maybe the week after, doing some work thing, and he'll be back soon. Um, so so go ahead. Yeah, I have a, I have one for the topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so at my, I, I think people need to stop. Uh, talking on phones while dealing with service personnel. So either at like the cashier at uh, the grocery store or, you know, uh, you're, you're having someone, you've come to a place, you're getting service and you're having a full blown conversation on the phone with someone else. I'm not like so you're jaded. S- I hate, you know, when people are on their phones in public. Yeah, but, I'm uh, guilty just, of it. You know, are you oh, saying really? the server or or, or uh, the customer? The customer, the customer for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I when when phones first came out, I was seeing people behind the counter doing that, which was really. But people have cracked. I mean, most businesses have cracked down on that. I mean, you can't do that. Um, right. Exactly. Well, there's but, recourse. But them. yeah, I mean, I see customers who, yeah, I mean. Actually, not so much, but, you know, yeah, uh, the phone is, uh, you know, people can't let go of their phones. And, um, yeah, and it's just you have, if you have someone else in front of you, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of the, the dehumanizing element. Oh, yeah, that's been going on. And I'm act- actually, I think, at a crossroads because I think I've, I've talked about how I've been resistant to the whole uh, phone thing. I have a phone. Um and basically, I don't give anybody that number. I have the phone for when I have to. I never know if I'm calling your landline <laughs> or your cell phone. No, I, I because I never give out the cell phone. Well, no, so, I have it because because you. Oh, did I, I give it? Well, to you I've once? known you for this oh, long. Okay, that we, we had to meet somewhere. We've had to meet somewhere. Okay, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. have it, but I think that's I called what I thought was your old landline last uh-huh, night, uh-huh. and I got. And I got someone who answered like, "Hello, who's this?" Well, that's that's the audit automatic mi- message on my. Uh, no. Yes, it is. I never changed it. I never. <laughs> I never put my voice on there. No. Yes, no. It, that's exactly Come what on. it is. Yes. You are you kidding me? No, no. All right, so I so I fell for somebody that you put on your voicemail. I didn't put it on there. It's there automatically when I got so so your phone. So you got a phone that has yeah. a stranger's voice going, "Hello." No, it says, this? It's, it says, I'm telling you, I had a conversation with somebody who I dialed wrong out of a saved number in my phone that used to work that you gave me. Well, that's weird. It is weird. Okay. So you're, oh, sa- maybe you, you called my old work number. That's what I asked. Oh, and I, and I even said to the guy, is this a, is this a place of business? Did I call an old, a business? And he, and he long pause and he goes, who are you trying to reach? And I go, Mike won't say your last name. Uh-huh. And I mean, people know it at this yeah, point, yeah, yeah. but, uh, I say Mike and, and he goes, you got the wrong number. I'm like, I know I have the wrong number. Who am I calling? Who am I calling? And why, he, why was he toying with you? I have no yeah. effing idea. Yeah. I, I was just like clearly mad at this point. Okay. And like, I don't, I, I don't know if I called H and H or, or masses. Oh, or, I think that's what that you probably All right. Called. But who, 
You, but but you <laughs> clearly said that I was working last night. I got your voicemail. Uh-huh. What did I call? Did I call your cell phone? Or no, your, your no, I, I got your message at on my your home. my home. Your no. home. Yeah. Okay, so then I don't have your your cell phone anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's what happened. <laughs> wow. Well, um, you <laughs> heard it here first. Straightened out. <laughs> yeah. Glad glad that's out of the way. Um, caller. Yes. Still with us? Yeah. That's that's all I got for you guys. Oh well, I appreciate that. And, and you're you're calling from where again? Uh, Phoenix. Okay. And Are you a Cardinals fan? Eh, Not really. Take. We're switching over to oh, Mike and the Sad Dog here. <laughs> no, I just went through. I, I worked uh, the Giants Cardinals game where the Giants were abysmal, and there there weren't too many Cardinals fans in there. I'd have to say it was so quiet in the stadium. I knew something atrocious was happening. And then, yeah, then I, I saw that the score was 14 nothing. The Cardinals were up, and I was like, oh, okay, that's why it's so quiet. And then I worked last yeah, night. Best, uh, Cardinals fans are the best, you know, like home team. We'll go to the home games and not much more. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, they just don't seem to have <laughs> a big fan base. I mean, it is, it is uh, sort of interesting how – you know, working at the stadium that so many uh, visiting teams have big fan bases and they show up. I mean, the Cowboys game, it was I would say there was almost more Cowboys fans there than Jets fans because the Jets fans were savvy enough to know that they can unload their, their tickets for a lot of money. So they'll sell their tickets to make a few bucks. They probably expected to lose, and uh, the ones who uh, held out actually – had a uh, enjoyable time, but uh, last night they re- resorted to form, and people were leaving by halftime. It was terrible. Can you hear the Harlem Globetrotters theme in the background? I'm and I'm loving it. Oh, great! And I will say uh, probably keep uh, Mike and the Sad Dog. And I'm... Okay, so you like Sad Dog Close versus Rude Close Dog, yeah. right? But you're not a, a sad person. Well, today I was. Uh, today I was. I was. I was a bucket of sad. But oh, uh, but I'll get into that later. Uh, or no, actually I won't because we're gonna keep <laughs> we're gonna keep the show moving at two zero one three three two three four eight four. So you like sad dog versus rude dog? Is that right? Yes, I, the, the, the flow is better. Okay, because I I some, something I love about rude dog. I don't know what it is. But you're not a rude person either. I know, but it's it'd be a caricature. Okay. I don't know. Right. Thanks, caller. I right, think that's fun. Uh, wait. Is that you? Are you still on the air? I don't know what... Is this a new caller? Sorry. First time using a phone. Very excited. Hello? Hey, are you on the air? Caller, you're on Slice of Life. Okay, I did it wrong. Hey, you're on Slice of Life with AP Mike and the Sad Dog. Oh, hey, how you guys doing? I'm doing great now. Now I'm talking to you. All right, is this the call screening process? No, we're, we're live. Oh, no, I, I, well, actually, no, this is call screening, but I'm going to switch you to live right now. Hold on one second. Okay. We're live. Oh, is this Pat and Mike? It is. Who's this? Oh, hi, this is Mike in Philly. Okay. How's it going, Mike? Good, good. Um, I wanted oh. to touch on the I'll how you doing now. introduction, what you were speaking about before. Okay. Yeah. Um, I moved to Philly from New York. And in New York, how you doing is just kind of a, uh, it's just kind of a, a phrase that we kind of adopt the saying, and it's just a, a custom statement, essentially. Yeah. And when I moved to Philly I, and I had to get a job, mm-hmm. I noticed that um, 
it's it's not anything they kind of respond to it so it's uh it gets me all kinds of dirty looks and uh people just don't respond to it so, uh, so how, I, how do you kinda, how do you open a conversation hey how you doing <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Look, I'm I from think, North Jersey. I, think... I say, how you doing? And I expect somebody to not answer the question, but look at me and nod and go, how you doing? Like yeah, a, a quick yeah, nod yeah. and you say it in one breath. I do it too. Mm-hmm. I grew up here. You know, I say, call me, spelled C-A-W-L, uh, dog, you know, all those things I say, you know, coffee, whatever. Um, yeah, they don't, uh, I don't get responses to how you doing. So I, I kind of adopted pleased to meet you. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I feel that's kind of awkward. So I was just curious if there's any sort of uh, universal greeting that I should go with, maybe. Well, first of all, it's pleased to me. Uh, me is arguably the the better replacements album, right? Are you more of a Let It Be fan? Uh, I, I suppose Let It Be. Yeah. Yeah. Whisper words of wisdom. Let it be, Mike, or, or the or the much derided Tim. Oh yeah, so uh, Tim's got the hits. Yeah. Tim, well, Tim, Tim's the, the album. Everybody's going. I like Tim, but you know the production. You know Tommy like, Ramone. <laughs> Tommy Ramone, maybe the best, maybe his best work. I mean, you know, you've heard it for so long. It's it's a cliche, but uh, I don't know. I I love all three of those records. That that that's the that's the pocket for them. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I but but I digested. Uh, what what were you saying? You want to know what 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 greeting to have over the radio or in general life uh, stuff? In general, I kind of adopted "Pleased to Meet You" and it it works, but it's just it feels kind of awkward to me. Well, yeah, I'm, because, uh, because you're not in 19th century England. Yeah, <laughs> so you, we got to find you a different one. All right, let's find you the perfect one right now. Hang on while I try to put someone on hold and hopefully don't switch over to them. And I accidentally did so, and now we're back to you. Okay. So, uh, call her on hold, stay on hold. Uh, if you'd like to be on hold next, next on deck, you call 201 Dead Hug. That's 201-332-3484. You're making my job sound so much more complicated. Well, why is that? <laughs> what, what, doing it during the show. Oh. You know, yeah, it's a sort of. I'm just, I don't know. I, I, because, I guess nobody's listening over the radio, radio. Uh-huh. So, unless yeah. they're streaming, if they're streaming already, then they probably know the number. That's yeah. a good point. Fair point. I'll take the note. Uh, Let's figure out a greeting for this guy that's not how you doing and isn't 18th, 19th century. I mean, playing hello is good. Yeah, you and know. you could extend the O. Hello. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> you know that's what? A very Philly thing. It doesn't. It doesn't require a response, which is, I guess, what what intimidates people. You know, I mean, well, how how are you? You know, you're not expecting a response, and and in some cases, you don't want a response because if if people told you really how they're doing. You'd be appalled. Yeah, but you know, it's it's just sort of a, an opening comment. You know, it means like I'm acknowledging that you're alive and we're uh, in proximity to each other, <laughs> and that uh, maybe we can talk to each other. I mean, you see this in the bar. This is like sort of bar etiquette. You know, what do you say to a person when? You know, I, I generally don't even do the intro. I mean, if I meet a, a new customer, eventually I will. Say, you know, I, I've never met you before. Well, I wouldn't say that, but I'll say, you know, I'll just put my hand out. I'm Mike. I haven't met you. What, what's your name? You know, that type of thing. So I will introduce myself formally like that. Uh, but generally, I, I take their order first. And, you know, we sort of maybe there's a topic being discussed at the bar. You know, we'll talk a little before I even say, uh, you know, 
what's your name? I haven't met you before, that type of thing. Uh, I met a former former uh, Jets football player. I mentioned that I worked at the stadium, and this guy was so humble that he didn't even he didn't even mention the fact that he was a member of the Jets team for a number of years years ago. He's an older man now, but you think you know? Hey, I, I sort of opened up a topic. He would start discussing the fact that he was a player. It wasn't until he left that somebody told me he was a former Jets player. I was like, wow. That's a humble guy. You don't see that too much. How about how about um, sup John? One of you, one of you sup? Uh, yeah, sup. Sup, and then but then yeah. throw in throw in affiliation. John J A W N. I have a personal sup John. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm against sup. I had a brother-in-law, former brother-in-law. Wait, are we still on with this caller? Hello. I think so. I can hear you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. How I, you doing? I I did. I I put some people on hold, and I wasn't sure if I lost you. Um, not a, stand, not a fan of sup. Hold on a second. Okay, you back? Yep. All right. Stand by one more second. Okay. I have. We have. A, we have a Christmas tree. A lit. Okay, a lit great. switchboard. Now. Um, what's up is fine. I yeah. have no problem with or, what's or up. Or what's up? No. No. Yeah. Just. Keep it at what's up. There's nothing wrong with what's up. Yeah. It's two words. I like what's happening now. Well, okay. You, you, know? you do your own little spin there. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, and, or if they ask it, to, if they throw it back to me, I say I'm cool in the gang, my friend. But what, what are you going to say? What's up in the past? You're gonna no. Try, you, you mix it up. What's up in the future? No, I mean, you know, how's it hanging? What, what's you know? up now? How's it, yeah, how's it hanging? Classic. Good? Yeah, classic, that's less, you know. Can't, can't. You know. Only towards men, I guess. Well, right. hey, every, everything's hanging, right? Gravity. Yeah, I don't think you know. I think women appreciate it less. <laughs> uh, everything's hanging. Gravity yeah. is pushing us down. Yeah, all, all our all so. our body parts are being pushed down. I just I, feel I like a customer. A sad trombone happens when you, you know, ask I, it to a woman. You know, yeah, I, by, I, um, by accident. I had, I, you know, this is something older men, well, men can look forward to in the future. One of my customers at masses. Once, once commented that uh, he, he was hanging so low now that uh, how low was he? He was uh, he was hitting water in the toilet when he sat down. All right, you know. Tom. Anytime <laughs> uh, the hotline's open, Tom, you could just so so you never you never think that's that's a possibility, and I didn't think it was a possibility, but uh, apparently it is. I, I don't think he was lying. So I should rule out how's it hanging. No, well, uh, for an older guy, it may be a little more, uh, you know, troubling. Let's put it that way. How about just time of day? Good morning, afternoon. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah good. I think right. that's, that'll um, work. Yeah. You know. Or, or if you know a foreign language. I just say hi. Say it, say it in the foreign language so it gives you sort of an air of, yeah. you know, being a little smarter than the average buenos dias <laughs> yeah throwing a little buenos buen yeah. dia buenos yeah. dias buenos yeah. tardes maybe uh, a little you portuguese can, you or, roll the r maybe yeah, yeah, I, the, I used to be able to roll the r, r. Yeah. i can't anymore yeah. you know I, I have a shaved head so that's not going to work for me well you know never give up that's what um people say uh anyway i i'm we're gonna we're gonna keep it going here you got anything else for the topic um, no, I'm good. Thanks. I'm, I got the uh, good morning or the time of day, so I'm going to stick with that. All right. Let us know how it works. Thanks. Yep. And this is Slice of Life. We're going to go to this caller right now. Caller, you're on the air. Where are you calling from? 
Caller, you're on the air. Where are you, where are you calling from? Hey, this is Jared from New Hampshire. Jared from New Hampshire, right off the bat, giving us your name yeah. and where you're from. Thank you for that. <laughs> so um, do you have anything for the topic, sir? Sure do. Um, uh, just, I hate it when people feel like they need to touch you constantly when they're talking mm-hmm. to you. Yeah, uh, I'm guilty of doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm no, I'm no Joe Biden, but I'm I'm definitely um, I'm from North Jersey. I have maybe some Italian in me. I, I talk with my hands a lot. Uh, see, I'm, I'm sort of the opposite. I, with friends, though, uh-huh. with friends. Come on, I, I think yeah, I'm, I'm, I, board, I'm the opposite. I'm I'm like borderline autistic uh, as far as like touching. Well, that's not but, a bad thing in 2019 to to just be like. <laughs> I'm going to let you drive uh-huh. this, how this goes, you know. But I did have a recent experience where I did have uh, a few too many. And I, I did sort of become a touchy person. Uh-huh. And I thought about it the next day, and I thought, like, well, that woman must think I'm a jerk. And I think she did. I think that was my over. I think that was the overall impression I, I gave out that night. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, too bad. I, um, <clears throat> in my 20s and going into my 30s, I was like, Started, started to become aware that like, you know, for both men and women, like certain people, like just let them lead mm-hmm. how this is, how, <laughs> let them lead mm-hmm. how the handshake, whatever, whatever they right. want to do, like, I'm going to let them stick that arm out first, or I'm going to let them go in for the hug or whatever uh-huh. it is. Like I, I used to always initiate and I, mm-hmm. then I started to realize like, oh, some people like don't mm-hmm. like this or yeah. <laughs> some, I, I'm going to, I'm going to guess wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was thinking about something recently where, <laughs> um, I used to DJ at a bar, mm-hmm. and one of the head bartenders uh, was this woman who had OCD mm-hmm. and didn't like like people like kissing her on the cheek or anything like yeah. that. And I knew a little bit about that. Like I knew that she had OCD. Maybe she's a little particular. I showed up to her birthday party one time, mm-hmm. and her her girlfriend like came up, saw, saw me entering, and was like, "Hey, how are you?" Like mm-hmm. hugged me. Mm-hmm. And then whispered in my ear, like, when when you go to approach, I'll call her uh, Jill. Mm-hmm. When you go to approach Jill, um, give her a quick hug, and then that's it. And I was like, and I yeah. I, I could have like, you know, I it was the nicest thing. Yeah. It's like the nicest thing to do. Just like mm-hmm. tell me what the hell you want, mm-hmm. what what this person wants. That I don't yeah. really like yeah. this. That was like the kindest thing uh-huh. for someone to do as I'm entering a party, right. and I don't know this person that like. She could maybe, maybe she could read the anxiety on my face as I walked in. I was trying to keep it cool, but like, you know, I have a card. I'm like trying to like go in and she was just like, go in for that, go, go in for a quick hug. No, no kiss on the cheek. I'm like, yeah. I was like, thank yeah. you. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Thank you. And I did exactly what she said and I sat down and I, I had my, uh, you know, whatever meal and I left and it was like, good. Okay. Done. Just let people know if, 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 well, like, yeah. It- well, yeah. you don't want to make it awkward by like having a question, you know, what should I do? Um, so I mean, and, and I think each generation has its own little customs. I'm a, I'm a little older, so I come from the handshaking era. Yeah. Now we're in the hugging era, so I'm awkward with the hugs. So I, I, I am sort too. of I sort of do what you do, where if somebody's coming to me, it's not like I'm going <laughs> to I'm not going to straight arm them and say I'm not a hugger, you know. Um, but you know, it is awkward. Uh, and then I think, I think there was even, wasn't there even a Seinfeld episode where the kissing thing? 
Yes, and there was a son. There's a great episode yeah, about that, and yeah. and and that's like common around here. Yeah, no, I, and some I, people go in for that, and when they when they want you to kiss their cheek, right? I'm always I'm like, do do I then hug you, or is it just the kiss, and then we back away? No, it's so it's so awkward. Yeah, and and do once you ask for the kiss, no, 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 it's like hey, no. and they, and they stick you stick their cheek to yours. Yes. Well, to, to like, it's, oh, it's, it's weird. No, it's and awkward. I don't, I don't, I never know. It's awkward. But and like, but here's the thing. If I'm the last guy going up for, in like a group mm-hmm. and I see that they're all doing that, uh-huh. then I know, okay. Yeah. Like this person is getting the cheek kiss from these three people in front of me. Mm-hmm. So now I know that I have to do that too. Okay. And then I watch I what they're, what I watch what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But if I'm the first one, I don't know. Hey, I don't, yeah. I don't your, like any of this. That's not the intuition. I hate it. But the thing is, once, once you reach the kissing level, uh-huh. it, you, it's hard to back away from it. So I've reached the kissing, uh, level with uh, a fellow bartender at another bar. Uh huh. And now, I've got to go through this every time I meet her there. And it's awkward. You know, sometimes I'll be sitting there at the bar and I got to do this whole thing. She's turning her cheek. It's a dance. You know, she's turning her cheek and I'm there like some weirdo, you know, puckering up to, <laughs> puckering up yeah. to, to you know, slobber on, on her cheek. When I just as well. Just tongue. I, I just, just, just tongue on cheek. I just as well just do like a little hand wave. You know, what's wrong yeah. with a little hand wave? I do I, that. I, I acknowledge you're here. <laughs> Why do I have to put my lips to your cheek? No, in it, I've reached my mid thirties, and now when I enter a situation, I just do the. I'm, I'm a hand waver now, yeah, because I don't know what people want, and I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. I think the hand like, wave may be the perfect, <clears throat> yeah, no, you know, I, medium I, because it, it you is. Know, it's yeah. the safest bet. Yeah, 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 it's the safest bet. And like I'm going into it thinking, okay, a lot of times, like I, you know, I'll maybe I'll know the guy and i know his significant other longtime girlfriend or wife but i don't know them well enough mm-hmm. and you know or sometimes i know the wife yeah. and i don't know her husband well enough yeah, but like right. if it's the if it's the if it's the first version like you know i'm at a i'm at an event the the guy comes up to me to shake my hand mm-hmm. and then i don't i'm like do i hug your wife uh-huh. do you not mean you know does she not want me to touch her like i i never know what to do in those yeah. situations like if i know if i know the 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 uh wife then i will like you know always go with what they like if they're going in for a hug i'll hug them then obviously like i'm not going to hug the dude unless i know him as well mm-hmm. or something like so yeah. then i'm like okay hug handshake got it yeah. but if it's like if I'm just if I know the dude and not, you know, wife, yeah. a s- significant other, like I don't know what to do. Right? Yeah, yeah. I have. I just. Oh, those are situations yeah. I don't know how to play. Yeah. At all, and it's I've, it's rough. Yeah. I've just grown to be really comfortable with awkwardness. I guess mm-hmm. I've had so many awkward handshakes. <laughs> just kind of the norm now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we haven't even touched upon uh, the fist bump. Oh, you know, I, you know I, the fist I, bump was sort of. I think it was a way to sort of, you know, it's an OCD thing. Um, and and I'm I'm a little that way sometimes, mm-hmm. especially like I work in a in a public building, mm-hmm. you know, and people are coming in and out all the time, and so like 
it's become a common thing with my, my, my coworkers, hello and goodbye, we all just fist bump each other. Really? Okay. Especially around this time of year. Male and female? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Actually, no, female, we don't do anything. Yeah. Female, yeah. we don't do anything. <laughs> but the men, for some reason, yeah. and this just started when I, when I, when I started working there, it was already a thing. Yeah. These guys just, we fist bump each other, goodbye. Yeah. And that's enough for me because I'm just like, this is a thing at this job. Okay. Like it's flu season. Fine. You know, fist bump came after the handshake. People were uncomfortable with the handshake. Yeah, and so it it progressed to the Obama. Fist bump. Obama fist bumped. Uh, he was the one that popularized. Uh, I don't think he. he, he, he I, I think he helped. Uh-huh. Well, that he, was the era. Yeah, I that's think when the fist bump came up. Yeah, I don't think I've ever shook a young a young person's hand. It's you know I always fist bump you know my nephew or you know it's like <laughs> it's fun for the kids. Yeah, it's you know, and I I, I prefer it to the the high five. Sure, you know which. I don't know why parents always are training their kids to do high fives. It's the easiest it, thing to grasp at like age three, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's people all. You can get too aggressive with that when you get older, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've I've seen young people get aggressive with it. Like I I've seen young kids wind up wind up for the pitch and then just smack your hand like ah, you know. Oh, okay. like, yeah, all right. And yeah. they laugh. They run uh-huh. away laughing like they got away <laughs> with something because yeah. they did. You and know, that's been around a long time. I'm thinking that the high five has been around since like the 70s. Yeah. You know, it sort of came up then. But uh, now the fist bump is sort of predominant. Um, And I'm, yeah, I'm old-fashioned by shaking shaking hands. Yeah, I'm still a handshaker. Oh, uh, bad guy zero on Twitter had some um, had some great suggestions for our Philly listener who didn't who didn't know the greeting. Uh, this is that hashtag slice of life show, which is the filling. Uh, we're filling in for Tom uh, Tom Sharpling, the best show with Tom Sharpling, which will be back hopefully in a week or two. Uh, Tom is out working, and he will be back soon with stories that you will want to hear and more. But. Um, Bad guy zero on Twitter says uh, he's a fan of What Up Buttercup and What's the Word Thunderbird. Uh, those are great. Yeah. And uh, Mary Jones in the Time of Monsters says nothing wrong with a yo. <laughs> yeah, yo. Uh, not a fan of yo. Not a fan of yo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not a fan of yo. And uh, Tyson Brand Chicken. Oh, that's an ad. I'm sorry. That is an ad. Yeah, I, I, I don't like the uh, yeah, like the sup, sup and yo. I'll put them in the same category. It just like it just seems a little too informal, and it's a cliche now. Uh, so yeah, not a fan. Someone's is echoing uh, stopping on the phone when you're t- t- taking turns uh, talking t- talking to service persons. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not just a means to an end. If you want to avoid human interaction, make your own damn coffee order off the internet. <laughs> so that's uh, on Twitter. We're at Best Show for Life. Uh, hashtag Slice of Life Show, the fill-in show tonight. Dear Lord, a Rude Dog reference as I live and breathe. Yes, someone remembers Rude Dog and the Dweebs, a television show that was also just a means to sell a children's brand of clothing, which I dove in headfirst for. Uh, yeah. yeah, 201-332-3484. We want to get a couple more calls here. Um, as we're talking to, once again, caller, what's your name? Uh, Jared. Jared. Uh, so 201-332-3484. That's 201-DEAD-HUG. And uh, we want a few more calls on the topic of – please stop. We're doing several topics now. Well, into, yeah, that's what we do. What's your preferred greeting? You know, how do you deal with social, socially awkward moments? I think that might get some good calls. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm just – sorry, I'm checking the Twitter – 
And multitasking. We had a couple calls, but they dropped. So we are talking to Jared, and you're calling from where again? Oh, great. Uh, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yeah, I'm uh, from Utah, new to New Hampshire. So Utah. Oh, wow. What to tell you about New Hampshire? God's country. God's country. What's the biggest difference, would you say, from Utah and New Hampshire? Um, actually, I'd say people are a lot nicer out here. Mm-hmm. New Hampshire's got a lot of nice people. Mm-hmm. You like the cold climates? It's it's colder, um, like in the middle of winter. Mm-hmm. But overall, I'd say Utah's still pretty cold. Uh huh. Mm. Did you ski out there? Did you but, ski out there? <laughs> uh, hello. Yes. Sorry. Yes, I'm putting a couple other calls on hold. Sorry. Oh, brother. All right. Um, yeah. Do any skiing out there? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, no, uh, I, definitely the state sport. Oh, yeah. No, I've heard. I'm not a skier myself, but uh, I've always heard Utah is the place to ski. Take a ski yeah. in there, buddy. Jared, we want to yeah. ski. We're going to go to these other calls. Thank you for calling, man. Thanks, Jared. Cool. Take care. You're on Slice of Life with AP Mike and Pat. Yeah. What's up? How are you? What's up, dog? Oh, yeah, yeah, it is what this up. Sup, dog? Yeah. Trying to get under my, my skin. Name is, my name is Matt. I'm from Reno, Nevada. How are you? Reno, home of the world's biggest hamburger. Um, bowling stadium. I thought you were going to say whorehouse. Well, home of the world's maybe whorehouse period. Bowling alley? <laughs> no. Um, that- he, Mike's talking about the bunny ranch, and I'm talking about... <laughs> the uh, awful burger or something? Isn't that like the world's awful, biggest? Awful. Yeah, the awful awful. It's like a giant, and if you eat, if you finish it, it's free. But it's like uh-huh. impossible to finish in one sitting or something, right? We've we've come a long way <laughs> as people. Uh, yes, I agree. Is the bunny ranch still open? And, as, of as course, Mike. Of as, course, it is. You know, well, the owner's gone. I mean, oh really? Something? Yeah, yeah. He died, right? Well, I, I don't know. But the the place is built into a kitchen in the back of a casino that's, like, not even a casino. It's really just, like, a video poker poker parlor. And, yeah, it's it's weird. It's a very strange place, but it's rad that you know about it. What, the Bunny Ranch or the place that sells the burgers? No, I mean, everyone knows about the Bunny Ranch. The Bunny Ranch isn't even in Reno. It's, like, an hour out of town. Yeah. Um, but the Awful Awful, that's a pretty interesting piece of minutiae. That's, like, weird New Jersey yeah, I, and the reason I know that is I used to love uh, Dave Attell's um, late night show on Comedy Central called Insomniac with Dave Attell. I loved that show, and it was on at a time when I was like high school, going into college, like a spanning spanning that overlap few years. Loved, loved, loved that show. I thought Dave uh, Attell was just such a funny host. Uh, he's since gotten sober, but that show was literally about him going town to town. <laughs> Um, getting wasted, and even as a sober dude myself, I loved that. It was just he—he's just such a funny guy. Uh, he's so quick, and he's like such a funny comedian. But uh, yeah, that Man, was, you I, just busted the entire premise of my entire call. But you're not wrong. Wait, what do you mean? You were you going to call about Insomniac with David Tell? No, <laughs> I've called the best show. This is the third time that I've called the best show. Well, this is the, this is slice of life. Yeah, I know slice of life, but you, I've called. You've called called into this phone line to on a Tuesday night. Yes. Well, I've called multiple times, but I've called three times. Once, uh, twice. Three times. I, I may, oh, once sorry. when I was on acid. Uh huh. Ooh. And um, 
tonight is another night that I am um, on mushrooms, and so I was just calling in to you know make you're, sure you're holding it, you're holding down weird. information just fine. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not I'm not scared. I'm just it's like kind of my accompaniment, but it, like I applaud David Tell's sobriety, um, but I'm super weirding out on mushrooms and also a DMT vape right now, so. Can I, can I ask you a question? How often do you do this? And, and Tuesday nights. Well, just Tuesday nights when you listen me. to the show? <laughs> really? Yeah. And you yeah. don't work tomorrow, or are you off yeah. tomorrow? Oh, you're off tomorrow? Let me, okay. let me ask you one thing. Mm-hmm. Do you? Oh, don't, 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 don't long not pushing me, please. Do you want to be scared? Oh, God. Do you... I mean, I sleep listening to Negative Land sound collages, so I, that's not going to bum me out that bad, but I'm not scared. Wait, are you but... hearing me an echo? No. Yeah. You are? Time. Wait. No, I'm hearing whatever you're playing. What, I, you, the, do you want to be scared? Whatever the audio clip you're playing, I'm hearing an echo, yeah. No, well, I'm not playing an audio clip. I'm trying to put my, my mic in, in echo, and I, it's actually not working. Oh, shoot. Am I actually – am I hearing things? You actually might be because I'm – right, Mike? You, you don't hear me, Mike. No, right? I don't, I don't okay. hear uh, the effect. Yeah. Going. And I'm sure that my technical fumbling isn't making him scared. <laughs> uh, it might be making Dudio scared if he's listening. Uh, but um, – So every week you do uh, mushrooms or LSD? Um, I, I, I microdose mm-hmm. stuff, um, and I do it, actually, I live in the Bay Area, so it's like, I, I actually do it under the purview of, like, a clinician, so it's not super weird, but, uh-huh. um, I do recreational doses on Tuesday night, listen to the best show, that's uh-huh. kind of my thing. How about now? Yeah, okay, you're putting the reverb on. Yes. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not that gnarly yet to where that's going to scare me, but it is kind of scary. Well, so, so, so you find being under the influence of, of these drugs enhances reality? I mean, so when you come down, reality is sort of not as good as when you're on these drugs? I, you know, different. I, I mean, I uh, just, I, I don't do any other drugs other than, um, like, um, one of these psychedelics, I guess you would call them. Right. Whatever. I had a, I had a friend who who um, did shrooms and went to see Avatar, but then realized <laughs> once they started kicking in, he realized that he parked his car in the wrong lot and he was going to get towed. So he left <laughs> Avatar and went to move, try to move the car, and he was so out of it mm-hmm. that he could barely figure out how to do that and he was just the stress the stress of this journey <laughs> became this like metaphysical out yeah you know out of plane uh experience for him um see that's that's what i don't get you know i mean it, sorry i'm sorry i feel bad for your friend no i i would probably have a similar experience that's why i'm not a fan because isn't like reality difficult enough that like you know altering it is going to make it more difficult so why would you want is to make that it Mike? more? Is what? that Mike? Yes, that's, yeah. that's Mike. Now I can yeah, put him on Mike. reverb if you want. <laughs> why? No, why would you the, want no. to make reality more difficult? And uh, you know, because it's difficult enough as it is, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, but a lot. Of, I don't know. There's there's a way longer, more depressing like explanation for all of it. But the point is, is that 
um, this is like kind of like a cool, safe spot. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I would never go see Avatar. I would never park my car in a parking garage. Well, well I want to say this. Any of the things that your buddy did, but like, one, one, one thing that, would... well, I'm sorry to cut you off. One, one thing that, that most people, and this is like 90% of people who, who, who did mushrooms and saw Avatar, um, 90% didn't mind the use of papyrus font. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's a gross font. So, yeah, yeah I mean, so, but, 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 but I, I mind please continue. It, and please. I'm, I'm, please continue. I'm on mushrooms right now, and I mind that font. They got away with it. Anyway, um, well, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, you guys are awesome. It's, it's, if you guys are there, if Tom's there, like, whatever. Well, he's, Tom's not like, here. If, if we're here. No, I know Tom's not there. Yeah. I know Tom. I'm just oh, okay. saying, like, it doesn't matter if it's just like, if it's. You guys, there's Tom or whatever, like, you know, this is like a place where, you know, I can be chill, whereas um, I would never go to a movie theater or a parking garage or any of those things. Um, Appreciate you. Whilst yeah. Yeah. doing well, this because that would be super uh, anxiety-inducing. Do me a flavor. And stay hydrated. Yeah, um, no, dude, you know. I got a bottle of Gatorade right next to me. Right All right, now. perfect. Uh, do you have any? Do, do you good. have any? Do you have any Doobie Brothers albums? No, I called. I don't know if it was last week or the week before. I was the one that Tom was saying that I should listen to Yes during the entire Bay Area blackout. Let's do it. Yeah, let's pull that yeah, up. So right I'm just now. gonna. I'll, as soon as you guys are done, I'm just gonna listen to a bunch of Yes and just listen to Yes. Um, yeah. I like that you brought up Negative Land. Uh, Great, great. They got a new record. They got a new record. Oh, really I'll check good. it out. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for calling. I'm going to go to this other call and uh, keep on rocking weird. in the free world. Get weird. Get high. Get weird. <laughs> I thought it was keep it weird. Let's get weird now. Hey, caller, where are you from? Who are you? Me? It's uh, This is Jack and Clifton. Jack and Clifton, home of the TikTok. Diner. Yes, currently. And what's hot? Currently. Under renovations, Rut's Hut as well. Yes, mm-hmm. you you can't get that past me. And uh, a fine establishment. Yeah, uh, Great Notch Inn is not in Clifton. It's uh, in Great Notch Little, Little, Falls. Little Falls. That's right. I Which still haven't a, been to uh, Rut Hut. Rut's Hut. Rut, yeah, it's yeah. Rut's Hut. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Well, do they have the splitters? Rippers. Rippers. Yeah. Rippers, Come on, yeah. man. Come on, Mike. If you have it well done, it's a cremator. <laughs> if you have it well done, it's a cremator. cremator. You're, you're, you're you're schooling me. Uh huh. That's the secret menu. Yeah. What, what what's your go to? Oh, it's got to be a ripper, at least two. A ripper with yeah, what? I, mustard. With the, the relish. It's got to have the yellow relish. Yeah, and mustard. M- yeah, they sometimes they they, mm-hmm. they make their own mustard and relish oh, there. Okay. And actually, I've probably put the relish on thinking it was mustard and it mm-hmm. was relish, but it's all good. Okay. I like sauerkraut and mustard. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh yeah. Spicy brown, the way it ought to be. Forget that yellow yellow stuff. Ugh. But uh, I got a, I got a few for the topic. Sorry, we're only going to talk about uh, hot dogs tonight for the rest of the show. Well, I mean, hot dogs are great. No, no, no. I, please go ahead. Go ahead. Well, from anyone who's from the tri-state area who has to uh, commute into New York City, as I just did, actually, I just commuted back. I got back from work. But uh, you know, anyone who does that on a daily basis knows what a, a personal hell that it can be. And uh, there are a few pieces of etiquette that uh, I would have uh, as pieces of advice to people who maybe don't know it already but uh top of my list is uh if you're on an escalator move to the right if you're not walking up it because all like the that. walking people want to move to the left exactly how about just move to the right period when you're going up yeah. and down like 
Here's what I have a huge pet peeve, which is that the the Grove Street Path Station is a nightmare uh, in the morning, and like these commuters are ch- are swiping their Metro Card and running down the stairs to the left. If there's a railing, you run down on the right, yes. and the people yeah. run up that are getting off the train on the left. Mm-hmm. That's the etiquette. Yeah, like you learn that in grade school. But Come on, people! You got the rebels though. You know, they're, they're, yeah, a lot of people walking on the left now. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they're well, rebels. Actually, I think I think that they're yeah. idiots. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's a lot of things now that they put in place that actually make you have to walk to the left. That's the real problem. Yeah, but like, uh, there's always stores on the left, or there's something I've seen, on the left that you caller. I've seen people in New York City um, that are MTA workers with the the yellow Home Depot plastic chain that are blocking you from going, and, and I'm like, are we? Are we this dumb as a culture, as a society, like that? That you have to have a, a person with a salary holding a yellow plastic grade school s- sash, mm-hmm. so that you know which way to go down and up. Like, just yeah. are we not teaching they this in the like public a, schools? No, I, I think we're. I, I, isn't Japan? Don't they have like? Uh, I think they may even have people who do that regularly in, in Japan because they've got the same sort of commuting. Nightmares, Hell, yeah, yeah. That we I wouldn't, have. I wouldn't doubt it. And China, uh, I, I, th- I think that that's what they they've had to resort to is they have to have people who have to help the public with just you know doing the right thing, moving along. But well, they also have those. They have guys in Japan that squeeze people into the subway yeah, during yeah. rush hour. That's their only job. That's what I'm saying. We're 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 going to get there one day. And Japan has a guy that's just running around pinching people on the subway. Well, while we're he's the Osaka pincher. Hey, I'll, I'll take that over what I've seen in the subway. Yeah. <laughs> that brings me to my second gripe is the subway. Please stop showtime. It's, uh, I think it's, it's worn down now. I think it's not as popular as it used to be, but uh, it's annoying having to try to go home and somebody do a gymnastic scene in front of you. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, you know, I'm a yeah, yeah. Showtime. Yeah, I'm actually. Showtime is. is it's I'm actually. A, I'm actually a producer of uh-huh. sh- of Showtime, and, and and I mentor these kids, and, uh-huh. and they, they've come a long way. So, uh-huh. you know. Uh, What's your split? Uh, my split is, um, you know, I'm I'm just I get paid in good sportsmanship. If I see oh, it on the field, I say I say keep it on the platform. I, you know, yeah, I, I, platform I yeah, can deal with. Yeah, the train is annoying. Yeah, because you're you're standing there waiting. So why not have a guy with uh, eight dolls extended from him that he dances with? You know, uh, yeah, that, that's diverting. You know, you're just standing there watching the rats on the tracks, and uh, you know, have a little entertainment on the platform, but keep it there. Watching the rats on the tracks is almost a Springsteen lyric. <laughs> yeah, the buskers, they don't. Sorry. On the train. And, you know, it always feels like you're about to get your head clipped by one of those guys, too. Yeah, sure. The ones that do the twirling around on the poles. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the twirling. Yeah, not a good thing. Keep it on a platform. That's my my message to the, the entertainers. But uh, those would be my uh, my two number ones for uh, people that are in commuting situations. I could probably think about 50, but those are the top two gripes. Yeah, bathing, you know. How about bathing before you commute, you know? Yeah, or let the people off the train. We're <laughs> or bathing off. on your commute. <laughs> people rushing onto the train, knocking me over. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I appreciate that. And uh, we will uh, we'll turn it over to a couple calls we got on hold. Thank you. Thank you. That's a whole show in itself. Sure. Caller, you're on with Mike and Pat. 
Hey, what's going on? You know what? A whole lot. <laughs> Covering Pat a lot Byrne. of territory tonight. Pepper, and you were just at the Rancid show. I was. I was at, well, I was at the Misfits show. Hey, yeah, the Rancid show. Yeah, I mean, Rancid definitely knocked it out of the park, but uh, I they was... They opened for the Misfits? Well, no, the Damned opened, and then Misfits... Open like yeah. both opened. It was it was a great it was a great was bill. This? Like I actually paid over a hundred dollars because yeah. I was like, I, worth it. I've never lie. seen the damned. Mm-hmm. Rancid, believe it or not, are always good live. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a, them do a bad show. I haven't seen them in like ten years, uh-huh. and uh, I've heard that they're still good live. So I was like, all those two bands alone, mm-hmm. and then the Misfits. I'm like, I have to see if this is going to be a train wreck or if uh-huh. this is going to be good. Like Where I. Was this? Um, it was a punk rock show at Madison Square Garden, yeah, oh, wow. which coming out of my mouth now. is like the craziest thing <laughs> I've ever said. But it's – yeah. Once you got past the fact that you were there and then the song was half over, uh-huh. you kind of <laughs> enjoyed it. But uh, were you there too, caller? What's your name? No, no, I wasn't. This is Oscar. I'm over here in uh, – I'm in Jersey. I'm in Union County. Okay. We're watching uh, We're watching the first game of the uh, World Series there, uh, Mike. Okay. Score? We got the Nats. The Nats are up. Oh, wow. Five two. Hmm. Not that it matters. Two. Listen, I don't like when people say uh, Chipotle instead of Chipotle. <laughs> I've never heard uh, Chipotle. I'm sorry, ch- Chipotle what? So when people say they're going to eat at Chipotle, Chipotle, I'll be hanging out with friends. And it's this ch- a lot. Ch- ch- instead of ch- they they put the L in front of the T instead of the L after the T. Say it again for us. So people will say, "I'm gonna they say, let's go to Chipotle, right?" Oh, oh I've, I've never heard that, and oh, that okay. would and that would hit me wrong. Chipotle. But yeah, I don't I'll, like it. But uh-huh. call, but um, remind me your name one more time. I'm sorry. Uh, this is Oscar. Oscar, Oscar. So, uh, Oscar, I, I'm having grown up in North Jersey and being so right. close to New York and upstate New York. There's a weird line that gets divided somewhere between the the Jersey Hudson New York area. Where people don't say the word idea, they say idea. Right. I, yeah. Idea dash R. Part of me dies when I hear it's that. It's nuts. Oh, I it's hate insane. it. Idea. It's insane. I got an, I, you, I got an idea. Stop pronouncing yeah, it with an, an R. Uh-huh. Yeah. An idea. That's Stop my, it. that's my and, idea. Yeah. And then, and it's spelled, it's very clearly spelled Chipotle. And then they'll just, they'll casually, they don't even care. They'll just say Chipotle. And I don't like it. Yeah. It's not as bad as Chipotle. Oh. <laughs> you I, do that, Mike? I, that's what I call it, Chipotle. Oh, no. <laughs> no. All right, that's all I got. You just, great. Just, uh-huh. just think of, of Truman Chipotle, Mike. Okay. That's how you know it. Yeah. Thanks, caller. All right, see it. See it. Are you still there? Is this the same caller? Whoop. We had a call, then we lost it. But uh, you can give a call back if you're listening to it. You'll be the next call on 201-332-3484. That's 201-332-3HUG, right? Yeah. How full was the uh, that Madison Square Garden show? Um, let me turn some Globetriders back on. Hold on a second. Because um, we're talking about a sports arena, so I need to get into a sad dog mode. All right. So, was it a sellout? No, but it was pretty no. damn full. Okay. It was. I. I looking around during the Misfits set. I was. I couldn't believe how okay. full it was. All right. Because I'm just like, oh, here I am. I'm contributing to Glenn Anzalone's uh, fantasy of selling out Madison Square Garden. Uh-huh. You know, like whoop de do. Are we gonna? And then I was, I'm there, and I'm like, oh, this is actually like pretty great. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I, and actually, 
that would be nice now that they're encouraged to do more builds like that. Because, yeah, get some big names, put them together, and yeah. it's it's not your typical Madison Square Garden show. Yeah, that'd be great. The Damned were great. I've never seen them. They're still uh, so good. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and Rancid was great. Those guys just, like, they don't get Who enough credit, but they... Uh, Believe it or not, the dams went on first. Okay, all right. And I was I was like trying to get there just to see as much as I could because I, I heard they were starting at right at seven thirty and they uh-huh. did. Wow. Okay. But they you know all the songs that I like really knew were towards yeah. the end, so it was good. But um, but yeah, like I just forget how good Rancid ran- like the kind of like people kind of just like ah uh, you know shrug shrug them sometimes, uh-huh. but they're really a t- like good good pop songwriting like period like yeah. just catchy good. Songs. Yeah, no, like, I, I, I would. I never went to see them. I had a couple of their CDs. Yeah, and nah, I would, I would expect they'd be good to see live. Like yeah. nobody really sounded like them at the time. Uh-huh. Like in the sense that, like they kind of had their own branded version of that '90s, you know. Uh, to me, they Re- just, reggae ska influenced. Like you know, obviously uh-huh. pre- predecessor would be like a, the Clash or somebody. Yeah, but like, yeah. But they, but they had like a weird stamp of like their own version of it. I don't know. Oh, okay. I, don't, I can't really peg it, but it's like. I mean, I didn't, I didn't go far with them, but yeah. to me, it sounded like a definite Clash knockoff, like Green Day, were early on. You know, yeah, they but, both sounded like that, which right. I enjoyed. I, I, you know, it's like, they were, but they were good songs. They were doing their own yeah. thing with it. You know, it was good. I was yeah. really glad. I mean, the Misfit set was honestly the worst mix set of the night. Like. Mm-hmm. I think it went like it's, the, the sound got progressively worse. Like oh, the, really? The dam sounded the other the, way. Yeah, this dam sounded the best, and then Rancid was like, "Oh, what happened?" Uh-huh. And then I'm like, "Wait, what really happened?" The Misfits were like, "You know," uh-huh. and I was like, "What happened?" So let's go to this call. Uh, we we have a caller right here on uh, Slice of Life. You're on with Mike and Pat. Hey, Pat. Hey, were you at, Mike? Were you at the Misfits show? No, no, I I would never pay. That much money, even though I don't even know. Well, excuse me. (laughs) You you went right, Pat? Yeah, I went. um, Yeah, I contributed to the Glenn Anzalone uh, retirement uh, retirement uh, fantasy camp. Yeah. (laughs) How how much did you pay to get in there? Um, I don't want to say, but it was let's say. North of of what I wanted to pay by a little bit. Did you pay over a hundred? Um, you just said that. Oh, I think I just said that. Yeah. <laughs> I watched some of the footage on YouTube. Uh, you know, it was, it was really amazing the size of the crowd. Well, I mean, obviously the place was sold out. I've never been in MSG, but you know, it was amazing. The crowd was so huge. But Glenn, it's rough to to watch him. You know, he looks. It's just the the weight he's put on, and I don't know. It, it, I think he looks good, considering yeah. he's sixty, right? He's like sixty-two or something. Yeah, yeah. So you you, you love the show across the board? Uh, across the board, no. I loved like it was ridiculous, but uh, but kind of great, you know. I mean, like. I didn't expect them to play a lot of the songs that they play, but then again, like they're trying to fill. In the gaps of, of like an hour plus set headlining Madison Square Garden. So I'm like, oh, of course they're going to play this. But like, you know, surprisingly enough, they didn't play like Attitude. I thought that that would be like a go-to encore song. Um, oh, right. You know, they didn't play Halloween 2, which I thought, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, why would they play <laughs> Halloween 2? But uh, 
at some point, I thought that was the only Misfits uh, cover band name that was left. If they you could choose from a from their catalog, but they played oh, right. they, they played right. Children in Heat, which I love. That's like one of my favorite Misfits songs. And uh, Children in Heat, yeah, Children in Heat. It's a great <laughs> song. Suggestive title. No, I've it's never a, never it's, heard that one. It's a really good, um, you know, eighties punk rock song, sing along song. And they, pretty perverted title there. Well, it's Children misfits. The, the guys. How talk, do you know they're they're not out playing in the summer? Heat, yeah, you know. <laughs> exactly. You know, well, you get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> you know, it's an innocent song. Oh yeah, yeah. I've never heard it. I, I've never heard it. Look, before. I'm not celebrating the lyrics. Like, I'm just know. saying it's a catchy misfits song. <laughs> I didn't jump into the gutter when I heard the title. If, if you go through any of their. Lyrics, uh, children, uh, sorry, uh, teenagers from Mars. I mean, these guys weren't, uh, you know, yeah, no, Bob I, Dylan yeah, with I, these I, lyrics. Yeah, anyway. obviously they were, you know, all the, the whole horror thing, but yeah. Children in Heat crosses, like, you know, kids and, like, animals in heat, like, dogs in heat. Like, it's mm-hmm. very weird. Well, you know, I, two, two I, I, like, I like the song. Maybe there's a <laughs> couple right, kids right. on a seesaw. Yeah. And that, the song Attitude, that's going to be, like, the most sexist song in, like, all of rock history, really. Like, it's it's so blatant. The uh, I mean, you do know, like, the verbatim lyrics, don't you, Pat? Listen, um, I've never been in a stadium where people were screaming, masturbate me, over and over, all right? But it happened. It happened at Madison Square Garden. And did I stop and look at the person I went and say, well, that was weird? Yes, I did. Where we weren't celebrating these lyrics, we were, we were, uh, enjoying, uh, some very dumb music that, that we all, uh, grew up listening to uh-huh. in North Jersey punk rock. I mean, I don't, you know, do you want me to stand here and, and defend, uh, Glenn Danzig's no, songwriting. No, like I'm, I'm, I'm saying, the guy was a know, creep. Like, like I'm not, I'm not celebrating on the, on this. The best show. I'm, I'm, I'm not the celebrating best show. Glenn Anzalone's uh, fetish uh, weirdness. Yeah, come on, I'm not asking you if you're celebrating anything. I'm just saying, on this show, on the best show, there's this often, isn't the best you know, show. This is slice of life. I know. Best I, show. We'll be back hopefully next week. Tom, Tom washes his hands of this show. In yeah. that studio, <laughs> you guys collect lists of you know. This type of rock band or this type of rock song. Not tonight, my the friend. The song Attitude. No no list tonight. The <laughs> song Attitude is like the most sexist rock song written to date. Maybe. I, th- I think some of the other ones he wrote might be maybe worse. Who knows? You're saying it's more sexist than Brown Sugar? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, what about Skulls? He wants, <laughs> I don't he know wants this, their Skulls. I don't know this song, so I, I can't wait it to. Yeah. I'll look it up when I get home. Anyway, we got another call. We're going to keep it moving, but uh, do you have one for, for the topic? Yeah, um, please stop blank, right? Yes. Um, Tom needs to stop ignoring us when we're, we're demanding that we be able to hear ourselves or hear, hear the show when we're waiting on hold when we call in. Mm. Like this, this has to come to an end. We have to be able to hear the show. All of us callers. How about, how about this? This has to stop. How about this? You have a one ear plug uh, with the wherever you're streaming it from. Your uh... no, but, it, but, it, but I'm, I'm listening over my listen, my phone. Th- this isn't the pl- phone. listen, Cassius. This isn't the place to call and, and vent about tech issues. We're not yeah, doing that yeah. tonight. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> but, like, but you you guys never do this. So this is the only 
opportunity. I don't know. I don't have the answers. I don't. I didn't set up the board, and Get Jason isn't here. Yeah, we, we'll. Lots of people. We're have doing. Two phones. We're doing our gosh here's, here's darn best. Another smartphone. That, yes. That's Mike's okay. idea. All right. Try that. Phones. Yes. Thanks for calling, bud. Uh, all right. Bye bye. All right. You can never have more. Jeez Louise. Oh gosh. I I hung up on the only call we had, and oh, now that's oh god. Uh, please call back if that was you. And okay, here we go. Bet. Uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, slice of life. You're on the air. Hey, Pat. This is Perry from Philadelphia. Oh, thank Bobbert. How are you? <laughs> Hey, so um, I'm fine. I uh, just had band practice, and uh, you don't want to attack just, us for, for 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 tech issues, right? What's that? <laughs> Never no, mind. No, Go ahead. I, I don't want to attack you. I okay. heard the topic. Is it please stop? Blank. Something like that. Yeah, There's yeah. about eight topics right now, but yeah, whenever you. <laughs> okay. Want. Can can I can I pull a? Uh, I'm going to do one for the please stop. Okay. If that's okay. Yes. Whenever you're ready. Can Can I say please stop? Saying that people who have aged, you know, who, who who have aged as we all do, look bad once they get older. Because if we all look twenty at sixty years old, it would look really weird. It would just be so weird. Why do people say that? Oh, it looks really bad. Not for sixty. Uh huh. Yeah. No. Do, do you think it's wrong that I, I I enjoy the song "Children in Heat" by the Misfits? No. What are you acting on the lyrics of Misfits songs? No. I I I I'm, I I was singing along to a catchy song when I was sixteen, and you know, like these songs maybe were also written when they were teenagers. Why would it? Yeah. Why would I be an a hole for that? I mean, this you guy just this guy just be. called me up and was like, "Well, that's you pretty." Those, that's those are the, well, those lyrics. I'm like, of course they are. They're misfit songs. Like, what do you want me to? <laughs> if you can't afford that, I don't exactly scolds. I brought that up. I don't have to listen. I don't. I don't have to defend Glenn Anzalone's songwriter. That, that's not. That's not what this. That's not I, what slice of life is I, about, right? No, but I'll defend. He's an incredible songwriter, and he was influenced by horror movies and weird stuff. Do I agree with the lyrics, or think that anybody should think they're like, you know, intelligent things to take away from? No, but you can enjoy them. You can, like you can enjoy horror movies. Yeah, exactly. It was probably something from a dumb horror movie starring Bela Lugosi and Vampira. <laughs> who, who even knows, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably, but. Uh, my main gripe was the thing of like, oh, he's not looking so good. I actually think he looks great for his age. And yeah. he's moving around and running around on stage and jumping around. Yeah, that That's was actually awesome. the most offensive thing of the call was saying that he looked bad. I'm like, he's out there. Yeah. He's 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 clearly working out. He probably lifts. He oh, could, yeah. He could probably bench press Mike if he wanted. And me <laughs> on top. Full head of hair. The guy, yeah, full head of hair. Right. Like, give the guy. I'm, 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 look, I'm not saying. I don't know. I got I got all worked up. I got all worked up. I, was he bare chested? No, he wears I, the vest, I, I right? Bare chested. Oh, bare chested. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. He looks great. I'm 34. Yeah. If I tried jumping up and down like that on stage for five minutes, I'd be like, all right, we're gonna cut this short uh, set short tonight. Mike, Mike, I Glenn, can't Glenn, Glenn, I want to make something clear. Glenn Danzig believes in the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms. 
<laughs> he was he was barren. He was okay. barren. All right, good for him. He, he 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 showed up to the gun show. I thought that, he that looked night. Good. I, yeah. I watched videos. He looked great, and he sounded great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Listen, if you if you, you were in my I boat, if, practice, if, I lost my voice. Oh, that's fine. I, I was worried you had a bad connection, Perry, but I won't I won't no, make I you keep disconnected last time when I called Tom. I won't make you uh, talk too much, but I will say if you were in my position and you found yourself a couple days before the show and you knew you could attend this show and it was a little over a hundred bucks and it's the damned rancid and the, the famous original misfits, uh, featuring Glenn Danzig, Jerry only and Doyle Wolf von Wolfgang von Frankenstein. Would you, Perry shall get the ticket? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I also no agree. brainer, right? I, when I saw, I saw Rancid a bunch when I was a kid. Same, and then I didn't always see good them live. for a long time. Yep, and then I saw them maybe like six years ago at like Riot Fest. I had a day off of tour, and yeah. I was like, "Hey, let's go sneak into Riot Fest and see Rancid." And they played better six yes. years ago yep. than they did. 15 years ago. Let me tell they you something. Incredible. One of my favorite albums of all time, and I will, I if I could write the 33 and a third book on this, I would. Um, Can we say it at the same time? One, two, three, out come the life wolves. Life won't wait. Okay. I thought it was life won't wait. <laughs> all right. I got to go. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love that record. Nobody talks about Sorry. I know. Nobody does talk about it, but uh, it, that that is good. I think that's like my number Two or three album, but no, I think I think they made a perfect record in 1995, um, and I think that you, that you can listen to the whole thing, and there's not one bad song, and there's not a lot yeah. of bands that can say they have that record. So how many how many songs about buses? <laughs> exactly. Well, how I many, tweeted that once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tweeted how many that songs once. about buses on it's, that one? Eighty percent of the album is about riding the bus. <laughs> yes, Mike. Yes, I did tweet that once. I appreciate uh, the that. ultimate bus album. Yes, the, the ultimate bus album is How Come the Wolves. Name, name more ultimate bus album you can. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think I think that actually most of the thirty three and a third book that I write, there's going to be an index about the different bus systems that they wrote. A little oh, map. Most of it will be a I map. I think that they do a tour in California where you can go to all the sites they talk about and all the songs. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm I'm thinking that I'm half serious. But I'm pretty sure I saw that somewhere. Wow does does Brett Reed uh, do do the tour? Original drummer? Oh man, maybe. You know what? Maybe that was the weakest link because they're great now. They are great now. I was actually thinking that when you when you said that. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I'm sure the band were incredible, but that's just. No, but I can't. One of the most legendary band. Can't stress this enough. The Damned being on the bill was one of the reasons I bought the ticket. I've never seen them. They killed it. They were so They're good. Awesome. I'm so glad I saw them. Uh, and if they are touring again in a smaller venue, I hope to go to because I wanted to see more of their set. And uh, yeah, that's all. Punk rock that's forever, awesome. forever punk rock. Um, but Perry, well, you, thanks you, for you, taking you, my call. Yeah, you have a, a new album coming out, uh, Wildflowers of America. We hope to uh, yeah. de- debut some of that um, on this stream on the best show, maybe or some somewhere. And you sent us that. We're going to preview that on our own. And uh, congratulations! Thank you. I'm really excited. Yeah, man. Cool. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Have a good night. Bye, bye, yeah, Perry. Whoever else is there, I don't know who's there. Okay, oh, it's just it's Mike and me. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Hey, you're on with Mike and Pat. This is um, Slice of Life. Hey, Pat, what's up? Not much. Who's this? Colin in Pittsburgh. Oh, thank Bobbert. I missed the last half of Perry's call. I oh, we're talking last... about Rancid, you know? 
Yeah, I know, I know. Um, I got to please stop. Oh, please, yes. What was the guy that called before Perry? What was his name again? Oh, uh, that's that's uh, Cassius, yeah. Please stop calling. <laughs> Sorry, I, yeah. that's not fair. That's not fair. I wasn't. No, I wasn't supposed to laugh. I know. I know. It's really, but I know he gave me. Stuff. He gave me a hard time, so I laughed. That show is not a place for bullying, but maybe slice of life. I'm allowed to be yeah, a little bit of who I what? am. Yeah. This guy's a herb. You know what? That guy's a herb. What kind of little tattletale herb is trying to? I don't like it. I don't like any of it. It was a little. It um, was. It was stirring a pot. It was. It was a little pot stir. Yeah. It was a pot stir for sure. Yeah. You want to dish it? You got to take it. That's what I say. Yeah. Um, You're not wrong. The Misfits, I love Rancid. I heard you talking about Rancid, extolling the virtues of Rancid. Yes. Lord knows if I still lived in New York, I would have been at that show. Right? Sorry. Across the street from Pizza Suprema? I'm sorry, Rancid. Oh, and by the way, I wish Pizza I went. Suprema. I wish I had time to go. I didn't have time before the show, and then afterwards they were closed. But yes. Holy cow. Yeah. Because if I can say this, uh, if for anyone new to the program – uh, what what Colin has done is reviewed so many pizzerias in New York. At one point, I think it was was it every single one in Manhattan. Did you officially do Something every like single that. one? I had done. I think like a few had opened in neighborhoods I'd already finished at one point. But right, like, yeah, but yeah, within like a, a dozen, I probably hit every single one in Manhattan. And you wrote the book, which is Slice Harvester. You, could, you should check that out. It's sliceharvester.com, and you still keep keep a blog on there. ColinHagendorf.com. Uh, ColinHagendorf.com. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's okay. But yeah, in yeah. that, in the neighborhood where MSG is, is where, like, you wouldn't think it from the neighborhood, but that is where Pizza Suprema is ap- appropriately named. That was the place that was number one. And I've been there a bunch since then. And holy macaroni, that place has a, if they don't make a great slice joint slice, then uh, I don't know. Unbelievable. Who does. I never yeah. would have guessed that it'd be good. Right. Considering where it was. But it's been there since 1965. I think that neighborhood in 1965 was very different. Absolutely, and they they you know uh, Penn Station was uh, more of a thing then. It was not not torn down as a as a as a rail station yet. And I I went but when I was looking for parking around there, I was like, wait a minute, there's uh the the post office is gone now. It's the train station. I why the post what? office is still there. It's just not 24 hours anymore. And I I miss that New York City it's used on to 8th have Avenue. It's behind Madison Square Garden. Oh man, New York City used to have a twenty four hour post office. We were the greatest city in the world. And, uh, it was unbelievable. And now what? It's a part of the I don't know what's happening. You know where I used to see Rancid in high school all the time was Roseland. Uh, Roseland. And that was where every year we we in Broadway fifty exactly. I was about to say we we were literally hanging on the corner of fifty second and Broadway. And what Rancid should have done, Colin, before that place closed down. They should have, have come back and played Outcome the Wolves in its entirety. Uh, two nights sold out would have been great. Should have uh, done it. 52nd yeah. of Broadway uh, would have been a no-brainer, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They just played, I mean, I, I'm all tough, though, because they just played in Pittsburgh at a water park, and I didn't go. <laughs> 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 wow. That's weird. Yeah. Why is that so funny? <laughs> Oh, that's so it's good! Really it's a water park called Sandcastle. I'm next just to picturing. The Costco. I'm just picturing Lars between songs, just going like, "Yeah, you guys having a good time on those slides or <laughs> Like, I don't know. You got skinheads on the log flume yeah. or whatever. It's, I love it. I we want to shout out the DMS crew that's on these water slides on the log flume. Yeah, where did where did Mad they Ball crew in the wave pool? Yeah, where do they set up the stage? 
I have no clue. It's like when bands used to play Great Adventure. No, but, I mean, they had a separate stadium for the bands. Should I put the air on? Is it too hot? No, I'm okay. I'm good. I'm sweating now. <laughs> I think all this all this rancid talk got me all riled up. The last time I, I, I you know, I, I didn't go to a lot of shows at Roseland after I was in high school, but I, I used to work this job where I would do catering, um, like, I don't know, like uh, 70, 80 days in a row during the office holiday party season. And, um, and I was like a, I was a, I was labeled as a head chef at the catering company. What I did was, uh, the catering company, I won't say their name on the air to besmirch them or whatever, uh, but they, um, the head boss would buy all this food prepared from this other catering company called Foods by Maria in Jersey City. And then my job as the head chef was to hide the packages that it came from basically and put it on plates. Yeah. Wow. Great job. I made $30 wow. an hour. It was insane. Uh-huh. And, uh, incredible. they used to do these, uh, hellish office parties like um like succession kind of stuff mm-hmm. at this nightclub on 52nd street uh down the block from the roseland and i would work these terrible hours to be like just like um like you know finance bro debauchery which is mm-hmm. the worst kind and um and then i'd get out of work and i'd be tired and i was walking home and one night i got out at like twelve thirty one. maybe yeah it's before the last train and um this was had to be like 2007 or eight. Like it wasn't uh, maybe before that 2005 or whatever. It was not it was not in this the prime of any of this stuff. And less than Jake had just played at um, at Roseland, and the less than Jake show. And I was like, I had walked by the marquee, and I thought like less than Jake. Who the hell's going to see less than Jake in uh, you know 2005 or whatever? That's so 1998. Right. And uh, which would have been I my got, response. Right. Yeah. Cause I, you know, because we're Old jerks. At that point, we, we, we were yeah, we we were uh, too cool for crust. I don't know what we were. Yeah, I was also like only twenty three. You know, it's not like I was like Same. this big mature guy. But uh, either way, I get out of work at my horrible uh, catering finance bro debauchery job, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, and uh, and I'm walking down the street as the Less Than Jake show gets out. And the Less Than Jake show let out, and I swear to God, an army of like hundreds of what's the capacity of Roseland? You think like six, seven hundred? Yeah. Like yeah. six, seven hundred fourteen-year-old girls in. It seemed like all of them had like four pigtails, were wearing like a mailman shirt, you know, and like some big jorts and a chain wallet, and they were just like rampaging. Like which was the, the style at the, the time? Street. Yeah. I. I mean, it was. I think it's been the style of alt teen girls since the mid '90s. Right. But they, they like like big striped socks pulled up, you know, like uh, and they and there was just like this sea of teen girls, and they were in, they were walking down the middle of the street. I saw a girl walk over a taxi cab. I, they were kicking over trash cans. I saw them try to pull a mailbox a mailbox. The, uh, the, the West Side like, Story theme started playing. Yeah, no, it was unbo- it was like uh, <laughs> but it's like a ska a version giant, but for yeah for less than Jake. That they were ridiculous. just so revved up on ska punk that they were like, <laughs> but every everywhere between uh you know, I, I want to make that uh, movie with you, Roseland and yeah yeah like the Warriors but it's tweens yes and they're leaving less than Jake in two thousand five yeah. which is a, which was a lost year yeah uh, someone had to travel the Warriors have to travel from Wontog to um, yeah <laughs> Midtown to see less no here here here's here's the pitch so Warriors Warriors two. 
2005. The Warriors have been outcasted from Coney Island, and they've been roaming to try to find new turf. Uh, somehow, I don't know if this is the first like inciting incident or if this is the climax of the film, but the, but it's Roseland 2005. That scene happens. I think it's maybe inciting incident, and then maybe we can I make a can I make a suggestion? Yeah, like a little tweak. Go ahead. Workshop this while we talk. Go ahead. I, what if instead of what if instead of um, the Warriors have just been Roman? What if they all just moved to Long Island and had kids? I love it's it. Like the Grassy, the new class, and, love and these teen girls at the Less Than Jake show are their kids. Wow, that's 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 heavy. But what if we find that out later through flashbacks? So 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 we start out right. We, so <laughs> so so we we classic Hollywood uh, contemporary hit right. You open on the action right. You yeah. open on this scene, or like, how about how? Okay, how black black screen text crawl, you know, or fade up on text, you know. It's been it's been twenty some odd years since since the warrior, you know, and we, and we we not like a Star Wars crawl, but like a like a like a text fade in that that just says some crap went down. You That's know? the scene, yeah. There's like, and it zooms in on the city skyline onto this riot in progress, and as you get closer, you realize that it's uh, like a bunch of teenagers. I think it uh, goes national mailboxes. It goes and, right and from. Then, oh, I'm sorry. Go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, maybe I'm maybe I'm going the wrong direction here. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm imagining it goes in, it, it like zooms in and in and into this riot until it zooms in on the one kid, and then there's like a like a record scratch and a break the fourth wall, and she turns around and is like, "You might be wondering how I got here." Oh, to the camera. Yeah, yeah, like a terror, like addressing the audience, like okay. that worst SLC punk. Let's let's keep that in, but I think I think we go from text crawl right into uh woo like like siren into like a, a like a like a close up of one of those heavy like heavy as heck metal garbage cans smashing a police car window in two thousand five like I love it like Ford Crown, Crown Victoria being smashed and then the glass goes and then we go we then we zoom out of that scene and we see the riot in progress outside the rose. Oh, I love it. You know, a young Colin Hagendorf unsure what to do holding a box. Of his future, uh, to be claimed best in New York pie from Pizza Suprema. Yeah. From the guys who brought you what movie, Mike? I'm not sure. From the guys who brought you that video of, uh, your friend holding a, like, a goat head on the, the path train. Oh my gosh, Colin! I can't, I can't talk about that on the, on the air. I don't want anyone to know about that. Please, sorry. I was just talking to Mindy sorry, about sorry. this. I, oh god, if sorry. someday sorry. that's going to reach the internet, and oh my god, it's over. Sorry, it's sorry. over. I love you. I'm so. No, sorry. I love you too. I mean, I appreciate that you even know what that is. But how about this? This just in: the original Misfits featuring uh, Glenn, Jerry, and unknown drummer, uh, and Don Doyle. No, it's a drummer of Slayer. Why can't they just put him on the freaking flyer? Um, no, th- this this just in. They're going to play the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia on December 14th. Are you going to come down from Pittsburgh, PA? Yes or no? For the Misfits, absolutely not. Okay. Well, what yeah, if I what if I told you there. what if I told you Dropkick Murphys and Agnostic Front were opening? You know what's funny? I was just going to say maybe if Agnostic Front plays, I'll go. Well. Um, my friends look out for me like family is not one of their songs, but I no, really, but I really want to quote that. Um, I've been in an H two O phase lately. Yeah, funnily enough, yeah, I remembered, like, uh, I remembered unexpectedly. Un- don't forget unexpectedly, your. I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, that's the one. I remember suddenly that I I was in an H two O video when I was like fourteen. Wow. And 
and I looked it up to see if I could see myself, which I couldn't because mm. uh, I was scared to mosh. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then I was like, this song actually kind of rips. Like, this song is actually pretty. Maybe H2 are good. And then I've been listening to those first two H2O records. i got to tell you. Yeah, they it sounds like the Bouncing Souls. It's good. Yeah, some they they were definitely of the poppier hardcore, if you can call it hardcore variety. Uh, I worked for a lady who was, I think, married to the uh, guitar player Rusty. Anyway, but we could talk all night about uh, fighting in the yeah. punk punk wars together. Um, ColinHagendorf dot com. Uh, get his newsletter. He's a great writer and a great friend of the show and a great friend of mine. And you are one of my favorite people. Thank you, Pat. I love you. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. And we're going to keep it moving here. We're going to take a few more calls. Uh, before we wrap it up, you're here with AP Mike and myself. I'm Pat, and you are on Slice of Life. Who's this? APMike.bandcamp.com. <laughs> Did we just get Baba buoyed? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Are That's... you there, caller? No. Wow, you just called to do that. Okay. It was a one-off, yeah. Um, how much did you pay for that, Mike? Um, no, that was spontaneous. It really was. Uh, let's get the bad music back uh-huh. here. And um, Yeah, I thought we had a fun night, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Should we end it or should we do like a couple more calls? Yeah, maybe a couple more. I, I'm I, sorry that I delved into my, that's all my, right. my early... <laughs> my, uh, I, went, I went in a complete different direction last week. I, have you ever seen any shows at the St. George Theater in Staten Island? No. Oh, it's a beautiful theater. Yeah. And I didn't even know it was there until recently. Um, I went to see uh, David Bromberg and um, Los Lobos. Mm. And yes, it was a, a much older crowd. <laughs> but um, it was a great theater. I mean, it reminded me a little bit of um, the Lowe's Theater in Jersey City. Okay, so a classic old vaudeville. Oh, yeah, theater. yeah. And actually, it's bigger. It's got like a much larger back section. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't. It was only like sort of half full. Um, my seats, my original seats, had the worst leg room I've ever had. Worse than an airplane? It was worse than the film forum. You ever go to the old film forum when you go in there? I'm, I've been on the the one that's right by the Holland. I've been to. I, mm-hmm. I don't remember the original, but uh-huh. was it worse than better or worse than that? It was worse. Yeah, I mean, it was like no leg room at all. Uh, but we, you know, once we realized like just about all the seats behind us were open. <laughs> We sort of uh, spread out. Uh, but, you know, it was good. Uh, David Bromberg, you know, he hasn't performed in a long time. He became a fiddle. Uh, he makes fiddles. That's what he does. And he's sort of the um, cultural ambassador in Wilmington, Delaware. Okay. Sounds like he knows Marty Stewart. I don't know why. <laughs> but, he, you know, he goes all the way back. He's played with Bob Dylan and uh, Jerry Garcia, all those guys. He was sort of an offshoot band from the Grateful Dead, so a lot of hippies went to see him back in, you know, the 70s. Um, and I think I've, I've talked about the uh, one of the worst bills was uh, uh, Peter Allen and David Bromberg. It was just a weird, who thought those two acts should be on the same bill. Right. You know, was thoroughly misguided. But it was a good show. Um, David Bromberg was playing great. His voice sounds great. He uh, he could have uh, you know played to his his older fans, but he, he played like all new material he's doing now. Uh, Los Lobos, uh, I guess they've got a new record coming out, which is sort of a roots album. So most of the songs were in Spanish. Yeah. Which you know it 
it's great. I mean, they they've always done Spanish songs. Like you know, it's 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 great. But I've never seen them where that became like almost half the show. Sure. So. <laughs> but and then they finished great. You know, I mean, they sort of were. You know, they they're under a curfew. So it was a little shorter than I expected, but uh, it was a great show. That's good. I've always I've never seen Los Lobos, but I heard they're good live. We're on with uh, what's your name, caller? Hey, I'm Cody Peck from Southwest Massachusetts. Cody in uh, Massachusetts. Yeah. Very good. So uh, you have you have one for the topic? Uh, I just popped in late. I actually uh, was this about Tom. Uh, no. Well, uh, Tom's out this week. Um, we're hoping he's back soon and. He, uh, yeah, he's doing some work stuff, but um, we're filling in. This is awesome. Slice of Life with uh, AP Mike and Pat. Awesome. I listened last week to Slice of Life. It was amazing. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we were, thank you for bearing with us. We had some power uh, issues last week with the Internet, but we're back. And the, the topic on the table, uh, we have a couple, but <laughs> the one we're, we're, we're sticking with the most is uh, the things that you want to see. Please stopped. Oh, please stop. Yeah, like mm. like um, people uh, walking up the stairs the wrong way when you're going into the subway, or you know, like please stop blank. That's the topic tonight. All right, uh, let's see. Actually, can you be on hold for a moment, sir? Yeah, I have, a, I have I have to go to the hotline here. No, no problem. Okay, you're on with AP Mike and Pat. Hey, what's up, Mister Tom? How's it going, guys? It's going good now, now that we're talking to you. I didn't recognize your voice at first there. Yeah, well, now you do. You sounded like a bad caller. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe I am. <laughs> no. Uh, what's happening, no, Tom? Maybe I am. It's possible. <laughs> what's happening, Tom? Uh, uh, not a whole lot. How are you, Mike? I'm doing good. You, uh, what you have for dinner? No, we're too busy, you know? Yeah, we actually got right. we got right to the punch tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, now you know what it feels like. We got a taste of uh, our own medicine. Staying here. hungry. Yeah, Stay exactly. Hungry. Literally, staying hungry. Literally. Yeah. Now I'm you know what it feels like when I'm in there. I'm in. There, I smell that pizza wafting in. I smell. <laughs> and I know the score. I know you guys are eating pizza. I'm happy you're eating pizza. Somebody's enjoying it. That's right. But I'm out, I'm in there doing the work in the in the, in the shoe box. <laughs> fine. I get it. Now you get it. Now you know what it's like. I never heard you refer to it as a shoebox before. It is. Now yeah. that I look at it, it's uh-huh. rectangular and small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're but, you're good with work. Everything's good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. No complaints. We've been holding it down. We've been telling people that uh, to stay tuned that, you know, next next week we're going to play it by ear, see if we'll do one of these again yeah. or, you know, depending on, on your schedule and that you'll be back yeah. soon. We'll figure it out, man. Who's the, who's the, who's been calling in tonight? We had Colin Hagendorf in uh, in Pittsburgh. We had Perry Shell down in uh, Philadelphia. Great. We had some callers. Uh, was it Utah, Mike? We had yeah, Massachusetts, Massachusetts, Utah, Northeast checking in. Phones have been ringing. New York area checking off all the states. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah, it's a very patriotic show tonight. That's right. <laughs> Couldn't get Dudio to call though. No, no. No, he's got other things to got other things to handle. Apparently, uh, I guess uh, Bat- Batman, uh, the first Batman movie, is playing somewhere. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He loved that Batman movie. He loved it so much. Uh-huh. Well, who knows? He, he, might, he, might, he might call in now. Who knows? Yeah. 
Hey, Mike, you hated Watchmen, huh? That's a shocker. <laughs> Couldn't yeah. have called that one. Yeah. I mean, are you? Uh, did you enjoy it? No, I'm not watching oh, that. Okay. All right. I got no patience. I got no patience for that. That looks like fan fiction okay. to me. Yeah. I yeah, I wasn't aware that it's a whole new thing that they're just sort of using the name and it's it's not really even related to the uh original comic. Yeah. No different than when they uh put Fred Astaire in a vacuum commercial. He's just dancing <laughs> around with a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> no, it uh it it wasn't my thing. I I knew from the get go it wasn't my thing, but you know how, how I like to be part of the zeitgeist, you know, see what people are talking about. Oh, yeah. No, no. You, you're, you're, it's so important to you to uh, like what everybody else likes. That's been your MO for so long. No, it's not that I... Be in a... <laughs> I just want to no, know... You want to hate everything. No, no. I don't, I don't want to hate. Away... No, you want to take away some fun. No, I don't want to hate. Fine. I don't want to hate. I, I wish I could enjoy everything. I want to I yeah. enjoy life. You know, it's, it's, I don't know. What, what, what have you enjoyed that you watched, Mike? <laughs> that I watched? I don't know. I put a word out with the uh, my uh, DVD uh, bootlegger for a Joker. He didn't have a good copy this week. I mean, I, I, I appreciate the fact that he that he does give me the the heads up on bad copies. You know, good. Yeah, good. he's you know, give, yeah, it's like uh, like on Seinfeld when Brody uh, <laughs> told. Uh, Remember that episode when when Jerry got they got into death blow. Yeah, Jerry and Kramer got into death blow, and then Kramer was like invited his friend Brody. Over. <laughs> which which I I want to point out is your favorite. I know this about you. This is your favorite yeah. best show character. Um, side character, not main character, but oh, just yeah. kind of no, walk on. Was yeah. this his only appearance? Only episode? Yeah, only yeah. yeah. the only thing. Guy also barely acted. You look at his IMDb. <laughs> that was his crowning. His crowning achievement was playing Brody on Seinfeld. You know, you know who he uh, reminded me of? Sort of a a, a, a stouter uh, Vic Morrow. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I had that vibe, you know? Yeah. It was that solid, Serious. solid guy. Yeah. I want to. I want to. Yeah. I would. I would love to find out. Like he was just like a grip on the show, and they were like, like some yeah. guy that some guy that on crew made everybody laugh, and they're like, you know who we should put in that episode? Yeah, <laughs> this exactly. guy. Him is Brody. Does yeah. he? Ha- does he have an Take it easy, Brody. <laughs> he's like, take it easy. That's quite a feet bag you got there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <He just laughs> his whole thing was he was brought, eating candy. Yeah. He wouldn't yeah. stop eating yeah. he candy. Brought, he brought this enormous bag of candy, mm-hmm. and then he goes, Jerry's like. That's quite a feedback you got there. <laughs> he goes, I brought it for everybody. <laughs> and then, and then like the movie starts, Death Blow starts, and then later in, he's just like, I don't feel so good. <laughs> Maybe you should have been eating all that candy. Yeah, you, you ate that whole bag of candy. Yeah. You click over. All right, this guy's right. name is Neil uh, Gintoli. He has an IMDb uh, page? No, I'm on just the Wiki oh. Seinfeld. Oh. Yeah. I'd be curious to see if he has a IMDb page. <laughs> he plays a bootlegger in the episode. Uh, yeah, Neil... and he flashes a gun. He fly... I mean, it's the only gun <laughs> you ever see in the episode of Seinfeld. It's so it's intense. Jerry... Yes. Yeah, Jerry's like, yeah, I don't know, I don't want to film this. And he goes, oh yeah, and he flashes a gun. Then <laughs> he it goes like... to such an extreme so quick for no reason. Yeah, yeah a gun. He's gonna. He's literally going to. What is he going to do? Shoot him in the chest in the theater, like point blank? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe he just wanted to wing him. 
I shoot him yeah, in the foot. He's sitting, shoot he's him sitting, in the foot. He's, 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 sitting, he's sitting eight inches away. Uh huh. It's almost shoot. a bad. It's almost too close to pull a gun out. It says uh, he was also in Shawshank Redemption, uh, the Jeff Foxworthy Show, Child's Play, and Next of Kin. Okay. But so you got a good. You got a good run there. Yeah. yeah. What's what season was this? I wonder. Oh, I don't know. Six, maybe. Season eight, which makes sense because it was late. Like they. Those those late episodes, like I, I went back and watched a few from like the se- the last season, season nine, and then I yeah. went back and watched some from the like first season. Oh, the first season's not yeah. good, but it's but but yeah. it's crazy. But like some yeah. of the some of the ones in season nine, you know, their whole excuse with ending the show was like, oh, well, we, we want to end when we're on top. Uh-huh. They were because they were on top. Mm-hmm. Some of those sh- shows were taking such giant leaps of like. Let's just be weird or something. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the one with the, the pool table. Uh huh. Where they have to take their pants off or, you know, it gets so hot and they have to take their pants off when they're shooting pool. Uh, I don't remember that one. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, show that Seinfeld? It's Seinfeld. Seinfeld. <laughs> Seinfeld man? Yeah, it is. It is. I'll bring it in for you. All right. Okay. What do you need? A street copy? <laughs> Talk to your guy, see if he's got a great episode. No, no I, I, I did, episode I, with the pool. I did buy those box sets. But we're actually we're we're in we're in the time frame. October tenth is when it aired, nineteen ninety six. Okay. So we're we're around the time it aired for the first time, and uh, yeah, that makes sense to me that it was in season eight because they were just starting to be like, you know what? What if he had a gun? <laughs> like, yeah, bouncing yeah. off the craziest ideas. Well, well, they're just they're probably they're at a point. They're like, well, how can he get Jerry to film the thing? Like, Jerry doesn't want to film. <laughs> Jerry's not gonna film. Like, what if he pulled a gun on him? Yeah. Larry David yeah, was he was kind of removed at this point, wasn't he? Like he was. I think he might have come back for the for the. I don't know. Okay. He, he left for a while and then came back. And he always came back to do voices, but he he wasn't like yeah yeah yes. yeah. Season nine what though about, looks it seems yeah. it looks very weird when you go back and watch yeah. it. Like Festivus is in season nine. Mm-hmm. I think so. That's yeah. A good one. You know my you know my other favorite actor on Friends is, and he's not a one one off guy is uh, Kroger. Yeah, and and because Brody, you tweeted that recently, you tweeted, yeah. you tweeted about Brody and you tweeted about the actor who played Kroger. I actually looked up all of like someone did a super cut on YouTube of all of all of the Kroger appearances. It's the this, greatest. This guy it's was so funny great. He, yeah, when he's just like, uh, he's like, well, okay, Georgia. If you look at the money, it's like you look at the books they got going, and no one was going to have business. Like, he was just so. He had the best rhythm because he was the one who did uh, Coco, yeah. Coco the monkey. <laughs> like, How about the way he had that voice? How about Coco? <laughs> the Coco library the detective was great too. Library detective was great, yeah. and um, you know what the biggest late era mistake is? Is FDR? Remember FDR? No, remind me. They introduced me. like this character who was like a friend of Kramer's. It was just like this like sweaty guy who was like. Kramer's rival or something. It was so stupid. Oh, man. I don't even remember. It was so unmemorable that I don't even remember it. Uh-huh. FDR. Yeah. I mean, if I saw the character, I'd probably remember. But now, Kro- yeah. Was, <clears throat> Kroger was, was uh, George's boss when he... It was like the last job he had, I think, in, in the series. Mm-hmm. But, but, this, uh-huh. but the boss character was so... It's it's fun. It's like he he was a straight man, but he was like yeah. so. It was so, like the, it, was, it was like the funniest straight man. Uh, yeah, just so he good. Was so checked out. He was so checked out at work. Like he was like, what's <laughs> yeah. your boss? 
Mm-hmm. Maybe the boss was like a border, it seems like a borderline criminal who's completely checked out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm blanking out on him. I thought you were talking about the alternative Kramer. I thought, I thought maybe that was that guy's name. Remember, there was the alternative Seinfeld yeah, crew, the one yeah. who Bizarro. Was the guy, yeah, Bizarro, like, yeah. That was the same episode as Brody. Yeah. He was, was Mr. Heckle. Yeah. Oh. Okay. No, wait, no, that's from the series. That's from the one where it's like, <laughs> oh, Farkas. <laughs> when, like, right? Wasn't Farkas? Farkas was the Newman of that world. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. 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 Feld, goes, Feldman was Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. Or no, no. He's like, mm. Oh, wait. Feld, Feldman was Kramer, actually. Feldman was Kramer, yeah. yeah. And he goes, uh, but the guy was like, he's like, hello. What was the, what was the Jerry? Who was Jerry? Oh man, I, I gotta yeah. look it up. I, yeah, I, I can't get all these things. I'm not d- that deep into it. Yeah, I know I am. <laughs> but I'm but, deep into it. But going back to that actor who played uh, Kroger, I can't remember his name, but he it it he had a tragic death. Uh, yeah, he died of diabetes. There was uh-huh. there's like a call where you, the, he, someone put his like nine one one call. He apparently it, attempted to kill himself or something. Oh boy. Because of the because the diabetes got so complicated, uh-huh. it, horrible horrible thing. But his his acting chops were so good. Not only in Seinfeld, he also played the crazy uh, military director in Malcolm in the Middle mm-hmm. of of the uh, you know how the older sibling was in military school, mm-hmm. and they had mm-hmm. they had that actor yeah. who had the eye patch, okay. and he had like mm-hmm. a claw for a hand or something. Brilliant, also like mm-hmm. just super stern, super funny, like you know. Mm-hmm. As silly as a straight man could be, but like super, you know, straight. And and that yeah, was that yeah. actor. He's mm-hmm. such a, you know, he's a versatile. Yeah, I found that out just from the night that you tweeted, Tom. I like went into this mm-hmm. wormhole of who this guy was. I was like, oh, he's been in a bunch of stuff I knew, which I didn't know. Yeah, deep dive. You went on a deep dive. <laughs> I went on a deep dive. I went on a Kroger. Uh, yeah, deep you know. Kroger dive. Now, um, the uh, wait, is nobody calling? We have we have a call on hold, but we wanted to go to you because uh, you're, you're, you take this your call. You take them. You take their call. No. You say, this, is, this is bad for business for me to like Daniel von uh, Bargain. Daniel von Bargain. I want to I want to yeah. I want to honor this guy's actual name because he's he was yes, he, he was a great friend. he was a great guy, great he actor. Was great. He he delivered. He made he he stands the test of time now. Yes, Super Troopers. He was also in that. So he he had that like, you know. I'm I'm a person of authority, but I'm going to be funny as a straight man mm-hmm. can be. Yes, character down. Yeah, but exactly. No, you did it. You did it, Daniel. We appreciate. It. Look, we're talking about it today. It's a tribute to a life. Yeah, this guy's been done for a few years. We're still talking about it right now. His greatness. If you're listening to this, look up um, the, the the super cut somebody made of all the Kroger appearances. There, it's really good. It brought me back. I had no idea how yeah. funny and that Daniel guy was. Daniel Van Fargen. We say to you. Thank you for serving. Yes. And Mike. Yeah. Thank you for serving. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> and Pat. Yes. Thank my, you for serving. My, my pleasure. pleasure. Yeah. We appreciate your service. All right. Well, thanks. You have a great night, guys. You too. We'll, we'll uh, keep, keep us posted on next week, and we'll, uh, yeah. we'll steer the ship from there. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All okay. Right. Bye. Bye. There he is. The voice. There he is. I can't believe you held that long. Thank you for holding, sir. You're so welcome, Pat. Wow, I appreciate you holding. We, we obviously had to go to Tom there. We wanted to uh, oh, yeah. get him on. But you're our final call of the night, and the topic was please stop. 
I'd like to just All say, right, please, please turn, turn your radio down. Time to think about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, if you could pause the, the stream in the background. Okay. Could you pause that? All right. Thank you. All good. Um, so, please stop. In Massachusetts, where I'm living, uh, Governor Charlie Baker banned all sales of vapes, any kind of vaporizers mm-hmm. and vape cartridges, all types, just because of there was a scare throughout the country you've probably heard of, mm-hmm. and he just put the ban on. So until the start of next year, all types of vape cartridges, CBD, THC, nicotine, are all illegal now. I think New York is doing the same thing, right? Yeah, I heard that, and Connecticut was starting to Good for them. talk about it also. Take a stand early. I mean, yeah, I, I understand, but I think I mean, they were kind of taking they, a stand because of the, the THC. The, it, they, they realized that it was actually these faulty THC cartridges that were the actual problem. No, no. All, all the politicians knew it was wrong. They got bought off to let this stuff through. Yeah. And, and, and then, you know, when the bad things started happening, then it's all of a sudden, oh, we got to ban it. But they, they allowed it to go through. You know, I mean, yeah, how, how could you not know that this wasn't healthy? You know, it, it's, it's stupid. Oh, uh, you know, do you like to vape? Are you a vapor? No, I, uh, I vape, uh, weed, cannabis medicinally, but uh-huh. I really, I'm not really a vapor. Okay. But you can still smoke weed. I can, but it's, right. I don't really like smoking because it's a little more honk. I noticed, that, like, I don't feel as great after smoking than vaping for some reason. I think it's just a, but you know, water aren't... vapor compared to actual combusted smoke. But don't you get chemicals with the vape too? Like different chemicals? It's not you, just you like... can, yeah. Um, I don't think it's so fully tested completely yet, but the ones I've been using are completely natural. Like the cannabis is natural. They're using MCT oil, which is medium chain triglyceride. Mm-hmm. Which is coconut oil. So I try to go as natural as I can, but you really don't know right now, I guess. I don't think there's anything natural about smoking. You know, how, you know, it's, you know, you can say it's natural, but it's still yeah, yeah. smoking or in, in, in inhaling things into your lungs that human beings weren't meant to do, right? Yeah, um, but there are some, some ways that we've seen it, you know, like vape, vaporizers and like inhalers, nebulizers, mm-hmm. things like that that are, I guess, Medically pushed, but um, has any any, anybody anybody, uh, like bootlegged a a CPAP and you know just (laughs) sort of just attach the thing to your face and you know go go all for it? Dennis Hopper style. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. You would think after Blue Velvet, somebody would you know come up with a device like that, you know? Um. Yeah. Mark, Mark of Evil on Twitter says the pantless pool table Seinfeld was the Mastro episode. Oh, the Maestro. The, the Maestro. Maestro. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm misreading things because it's, <laughs> it's late. It's been a long day. But uh, okay. call. Oh, yeah, that was a great episode. Oops. Sorry. Are you still there? Yep. Okay. Sorry. I just messed up the phones again. But uh, also, uh, Rachel on Twitter says uh, there were two sets of doubles on Seinfeld. The actors who played George, uh, Jeremy Piven, Elaine, and Kramer was uh, L. Hankin on the show's written on, on on the show within a show, and the Bizarro gang that Elaine meets Bizarro Newman worked at FedEx. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there you go. But um. Yes. Uh, did you have anything that wasn't vape-related for the topic, sir? Yes, I did. Uh, I was 
Tinder and these other social media dating apps, I feel like they're definitely not the best for our culture. Mm-hmm. You know? Have you had some bad experiences? That's a big one. No, I haven't. Uh-huh. I've kind of stayed away from it. Because uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know. I really don't think it's, I don't know, not right for me at least. I just, I don't, I don't like the whole like, oh, check out these five photos and base everything on your short bio and assume that this yeah. is going to be the person for me. It's sort of a shorthand way of meeting people. I, you know, I can't. I know, yeah. I, I can't condemn the whole thing. I mean, what are you going to do? Hang out? You can hang out in bars. You can hang out in the grocery store. Mass right? Is it the supermarket supposed to be a great place to meet people? Has anybody ever? In a met, <laughs> yeah. Has anybody ever met anybody that way though? You know, in a supermarket. <laughs> met, but I guess. Yeah. I don't know about term connection. I mean, come on, you know. So I, you know, yeah, I guess we need Tinder. I won't condemn it. I mean, it's it's a different way for people to meet. You know, I have nothing against that. Yeah, I think some people just kind of get locked in that type of dating atmosphere. You know, they never really get a chance to get out of the hookup type yeah. of culture that promotes. No, I hear what you're saying. It's easy. You know, people want to do things easy. That's the way they. I, I miss. I miss. It was actually Kruger, not Kroger. Kroger okay. is a supermarket. Um, to, a little edit Freddy. here. Yeah. Uh, Kroger was the was George's boss on Seinfeld. Correction, my apologies. This is like the the, the New York Times issue that comes out after a week later. So you can Are you guys going to have a Seinfeld wrap up show? <laughs> well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do this real real, real quick. Yes. Oops. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, thanks for calling, buddy. You're so welcome. Have a great night. All right. Okay. Speaking uh, of FedEx, yeah, I have an update on. Uh, not a big fan of FedEx. I have an update on my television situation. I got a, a new television. Hold on. Do here at Kruger Industrial Smoothing. Well, at the Yankees, it was uh, it was all about smoothing things over, you know, we're chiseling away, grinding down. In fact, we uh, we used to call it the grind. It says here you work to play now for four days. That that should be a fourteen. Let me just. <laughs> That was when he said he was handicapped. And well, George, yeah. I'll be honest. I could go either way on guy, you. Yeah. But what the hell? We need someone, huh? Mm-hmm. You, uh, you so won't regret this. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> George, I got something for you. I'm supposed to uh, find a charity and throw some of the company's Human money funds. at it. They uh-huh. all seem the same to me, so what's the difference? $20,000? Made out to the Human Fund. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I've locked myself out of my office again. <laughs> All right. I'm going home. All right. That was that was two clips from the best of, of Kruger uh-huh. uh, on Seinfeld. So, oh, so okay. So, so let's, let's block the calls, or I'll leave the calls just in case somebody we know calls. But um, <clears throat> let me go to some bad music for you to wrap up. Uh-huh. The thrilling conclusion of the <laughs> Mike versus the, the flat screen TV yeah. era of his uh, entertainment. Yeah. And uh, let me just go to the uh, bed music here. All right. Whenever you're ready. Okay. So anyway, I, uh, I ended up going to – there's a Walmart in uh, Bayonne just to see what they had available. And uh, the prices were very low. I mean, maybe I should have gone there originally. But um, – I did. I was surprised to find out that you can't go to a Walmart store and then uh, order, uh, buy a television and have it delivered. They make you go online. 
So, like, what's the point of having the store if you got to do everything online? I, I didn't quite understand that one. But anyway, so I did go online. I scheduled a delivery. FedEx was going to deliver it. They told me the day, which is fine. And they had a tracking thing. I, I On the day it was supposed to be delivered, I saw, oh, it's in Jersey City at 5.30 in the morning. So, you know, I'm not going to monitor this tracking thing all day. I figure they'll ring my bell when it when it arrives. No. So I'm waiting until like 4 in the afternoon. And um, so then I go check, check the tracking again. And guess what? It was delivered at 11, uh, 10 o'clock in the morning. They didn't put it inside. It was sitting out on the porch in front of my building. I mean, it's not street level, but it's out in the open. Anybody could have just grabbed it, walked off with it. They didn't even take the time. It would have been two seconds to step inside, ring my bell, uh, and left the television outside. So I'm not a big fan of FedEx. Just a heads up to everybody out there. But you, but you got you. So did did you ever get reimbursed for this TV or no? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, somebody actually, somebody said I still have time to check to see if uh, I didn't use a credit card, but I used a debit card. To see if I have insurance that way on purchases, but I doubt it. You know, might want to look into it. If any, if any listeners can help Mike out, and I'm serious here, um, his Twitter is at AP Mike. He had a really dumb thing happen. It was an accident. It yeah. was an accident, but you yeah. know, in the world of customer service, if anyone is out there for what was the brand of TV? It was uh, LG. Okay, if anyone um, is in customer, or you bought it from where? Originally, PC Richards. PC, they, yeah, they they did their thing. I know, but if and any, LG, I looked at the warranty; it's not covered. Still, so, if there's yeah. anyone who knows anyone who knows anyone uh-huh. in the PC Richardson's world or the LG world, Mike could use a help. Uh, hit him up over at uh, Twitter at AP Mike. Let's go to our final call tonight. Uh, you're on with AP Mike and Pat on the Slice of Life Fill-in Show for the best show. Topic is please stop. What do you got? Wait, what's the topic? The topic is please stop the little things in life that you just wish would stop. Okay. Uh, this is Vape from Touchdown City. I uh, tuned in kind of late, so I didn't know what the topic was, and I don't have anything prepared for it. But, Take me uh, down to the Touchdown City what where did the you vape want to talk is about? clear. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but I did want to – I wanted to ask Mike, uh, has anyone ever told you that you sound a lot like David Cross? No. People have told me I sound like um, – who was the guy from the uh, the Man Show? Not Kim, all the other guy. Oh, Adam Carolla. Yeah, yeah, Carolla. Yeah. No, he sounded more like David Cross to me. Okay, that's the first I've heard that. Huh? Oh. Yeah, heard, that's a new one for me too, Vape. I've heard the Adam Carolla thing a couple times, I think. Yeah. Huh. Um, vape, have you embraced the nickname anywhere else outside of the show, Vape? Uh, no, it's like my alter ego for the show, actually. Uh-huh. No, I know, but have you have you have you embraced the name outside of the show? No, no, not yet. Have you? Will you after I suggested it? <laughs> I'll think about it. Maybe make it a password for something at work, just to kind of remind yourself you're still alive at a job you don't like. I'm just throwing yeah. stuff out there. Um, <clears throat> I, yeah, um, we're gonna wrap this up, but I, I appreciate you checking in. And um, you can hear yourself tomorrow when this is in podcast form. All right. Thank you, guys. You too. You think that was a, a, a rude way to end that call? Or? No, no. 
he uh he didn't know what the topic was so yeah he called cold right yeah. so um well let's just um why don't i play one more a couple more kroger clips we'll go to a song <laughs> and then we'll uh we'll we'll uh say good night that'll do it yeah probably back next week with dudio um if not tom will be here and he is working out there in the world we'll be back soon to um to these them our parts and the best show will resume right here at the best slice of life is the fish is the um i guess the official fill-in show <laughs> for the best show for the time being not in love with that name uh-huh. uh but it's fine uh which is also the the uh the the slogan for the show is it's fine uh which is a nervous tick thing I say a lot. And, uh, hey, we all got our quirks, right? Uh, Mike, AP Mike, at AP Mike, um, and APMike.bandcamp.com. I'm over on Twitter at 1-800-PATBURN. Uh, Instagram, that's Pat underscore Burn, spelled like David Byrne, B-Y-R-N-E, who is my uncle, but it's not the same one. Anyway, um, that's it for us, and we'll see you guys in the funny pages. Right? Yes. <laughs> what's a better what's a better out I don't know no, what, I liked it it was good alright let me try it again we'll see you in the funny pages <laughs> Kruger Industrial Smoothing is heading into the red or the black or whatever the bad one is <laughs> any thoughts <clears throat> well I um, I know uh, when I'm a little strapped <laughs> I sometimes drop off my rent check having forgotten to sign it that could buy us some time works for me good thinking george they did all right george let's go man (laughs) or we uh we don't even send the check and then when they call we pretend we're the cleaning service (laughs) hello i'm sorry no here kroger are you done (laughs) silly voices come on people let's get real Good one. That was bad. (laughs) It gets worse. The team working on the statue in Lafayette Square kind of over-smoothed it. They ground the head down to about the size of a softball. And that spells trouble. All right, well, why don't we smooth the head down to nothing, stick a pumpkin under its arm, and change the nameplate to Ichabod Crane. Ha, 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 ha.